He's an incredible, dynamic individual. Are you ready for this show? Yeah. Oh, this is amazing. What's going on? There's a party. Hope the neighbors don't mind us getting loud. It's Elvis Duran in the morning show. Yes, it is. Hey, uh, at least we got the address right. Yeah. What's wrong with you, Danielle? Nothing's wrong. Why? What's wrong with you? Me? What's wrong with you, Gandhi? Where do I start? What's wrong with you, Nate? What's Everything. Wrong with you? What's wrong yeah. with everyone? <laughs> What's wrong with Scary? What's wrong with you, Froggy? Nothing, nothing, nothing. I'm good. What's wrong with you? Don't you love people who always say that to you? I have a friend I had uh, lunch with yesterday, and all I heard was, what's, what's wrong? Is, oh. there some, is there something you want to talk about? I'm like, no, I'm just... I'm just me. Right. So I left that lunch thinking, I don't think I ever want to have lunch with that person ever again. <laughs> it's the people that do that. They're like, they're like well, what's wrong with you? No. Nothing's wrong. Get over it. So today, make a promise that you're not going to ask anyone what's wrong, even if they're crying and blood is coming out of their forehead. Oh, oh okay. Hey, we're getting ready for Puerto Rico. We're all flying down. Are you joining us? We're going in a couple of weeks. Yep. And BB Rex is going to be performing for us. What a great song. Everyone singing and performing in the song grew up listening to our show. Yeah. Cash Cash and BB Rexa. There you go. Welcome to the day. And BB Rexa, like I said, will be with us in Puerto Rico. If you go to ElvisInPuertoRico.com, maybe you can find a room to join us that weekend. Hey. If not, you can sleep with BB Rexa. <laughs> I know that didn't sound right. Right. <laughs> You're promising a lot there. You can sleep on our couch. Okay. Anyway, well, welcome to the day. Froggy, good morning. Good morning. And hey, Danielle. Good morning. And hello there, Gandy. Hi. <laughs> Called a Gandy. I like it. Scary. Hi. There's producer Sam. Straight Nate walking in. And our first caller of the day is Missy. And of course, we're starting out with the first caller of the day who's complaining. Aww. Missy's upset. Now, Missy, why are you upset? Elvis, I have a little bit of a bone to pick with you. All right, pick my bone. So I called a while back, and I had needed you guys to settle a debate between my husband and I. If you remember, I asked you guys when a caller calls in and asks you guys to sign their shirt, what do you guys call that? Right. And I said, it's ruined. Yes. And my husband says, it's ruined. Ruined. That ruined. That's right. I remember. He yeah. said the word is ruined, yeah. like R-U-N-E-D right. or something like that. <laughs> yes. Right. So we just got our shirts in, and Elvis, my feelings are hurt. Why is that? Danielle kind of agreed with me that it was ruined, and you were kind of on the fence either way, but you told my you told me to cut my husband some slack, and then you only signed his. <gasps> well, 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 hold on. Did the shirts come separately or in the same package? Same package. Well, then how do you know that you <laughs> you don't have the Elvis Duran signed shirt, and your your other shirt because is not? Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. So, so wait, wait, hold on. A ruined shirt got out of the station without my signature on it. Wait, 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 did everyone else ruin it but me? Yes. Oh, you couldn't awful. even forge your signature. I mean, come on. That is ruined. All right. I tell you what. Uh, we will send you another one, and you just keep that semi-ruined shirt as our free gift. I'm sorry. I guess I wasn't in a mood to ruin a shirt that day. I, I feel like you were totally on his side. Wow. Can you just get a Sharpie and sign Elvis on it? I mean, it's much easier. <laughs> no one will know. No, don't That's do that. That's not the same. I know, I know. You're right. All right, All right we're going to send you a, a, a brand new, totally ruined. Uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to send you a shirt with just my name on it. Oh. <laughs> just ruined by me, okay? That's a special one. Thanks, guys. Thank you. And thanks for being the first caller of the day, Missy. I hope you have a great day today, okay? Have a great day, guys. Thank you. Hold on one second. All right, send her a shirt that only I ruin.
It's, it's, it's going to be a weird shirt. Yeah. All right, around the room. Danielle, what's on your mind today? Okay, I know I talked about puppies yesterday, but <laughs> yesterday I found another puppy thing you have to be following on Instagram. Look at this puppy! Oh, my oh. God, it's a little, little poodle. And they dress him up in all kinds of costumes and stuff, oh. so it's Little Vivi, L-I-T-T-L-E-V-I-V-I-I. This dog is so cute that I could not stop smiling yesterday. So is this your new thing, puppy porn? I don't know what's going on. Yeah, when I see puppy porn on Instagram, I melt like yep. like cheese. Yeah. Totally. So cute. I get it. So what, what's the name of the dog? Here? Little Vivi. Little Vivi. Yeah. Like VV. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Like, follow Little Vivi if you want Daniel's puppy porn. He's so cute. Hey, uh, what's going on with you today, Froggy? Well, having two dogs is expensive, and so I've decided that I wanted to bathe the dogs myself. So last night I thought, I'll just bathe them both at the same time. If I get everything together, I get down to my underwear, I get in the tub with the dogs, and I'm bathed one, and the other one's being really patient. And then while I bathe the second one, one jumps out, I'm chasing the dog half-naked around the bathroom, Hello. trying to catch a wet dog. And you didn't know that was going to happen? <laughs> yeah, Hello. No, I thought he would behave and be a nice boy and be patient. Not the case. It's a bad idea to bathe two dogs at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, don't do that. I mean, bathing one dog is hard enough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, was, so, so a tip for everyone out there, do not bathe more than one dog at a time. <laughs> Done. Right. Gandhi, how are you? Well, since everyone's talking about dogs, I'm going to jump in on this one, too. Is this all dogs all the time? Uh, a little bit. So you guys know I have like a psycho obsession with people's dogs yeah. because I can't have one of my own yet. And yesterday I was going home and there was a woman in my elevator that had all these like leashes and things strapped to her. And I said, oh, are you a dog walker? She said, yeah, I work for the dog walking company in your building. And I said, do you? How do you get in on that? So she handed me a business card and I think I'm going to volunteer to do it. Uh, okay. Is that weird? Yeah, it is because okay. because Gandhi, you know, you're you're very small, petite uh, woman. Yes. And dogs are very powerful. Yes. It would be like a little kid floating into the heavens with a lot of helium balloons with it you. Could be. But I'm okay to float away that way. I know, but they don't float. They run down the street. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll do my best to. Okay. Re- I'll work out more. Do me a favor. Yes. Go with her on one of her walks one day and just see if you can handle it. I can handle it. Okay. Can I do like one dog at a time? And okay. don't volunteer. You got to get paid for that. Okay. Look, being in New York for, for many, many years, I see dog walker. Uh, th- there should be a new Instagram posting uh, uh, account, like dog walker accidents. Oh, no. Because oh. no, I see them all the time. Dog walker mishaps. Do you? Dogs are more powerful and they have a mind of their own. You're right. You're right about <laughs> this. But I, I volunteer as tribute. All I right. All right. Okay. I, I want to come along and video okay. this. Who wants to see Gandhi yeah. being Dang. dragged yes. down the street? <laughs> All right, the dog walker lady. Perfect. Into the horoscopes. Who do you have uh, for your horoscopes today? Hi. I want to do it with Danielle. All right, here we go. All right, let's see. It is Kelly Clarkson's birthday today. Happy birthday, Kelly. We love her. Uh, Capricorn, put away the issues of the past. A huge opportunity is waiting for you. Requires all your attention. Your day's a nine. Aquarius, it's time to take a risk in your love life. Let your guard down and welcome a new romance. Your day's a ten. Hey, Pisces, utilize your intuition when meeting new people. Your gut has never led you astray. Your day is a seven. Aries, hasty actions are bound to get you in trouble. Remain patient and you'll reap the rewards. Your day's an eight. Taurus, you don't always have to put on a brave face. It's okay to express your frustrations. Nobody's perfect in your days of seven. Gemini, you've been avoiding a complicated situation with a friend. You may not like how it sounds, but it's time to face the music. Your days of seven. Cancer, reevaluate your inner circle. If negative people are bringing you down, it may be time to cut them loose. Your days of nine. Leo, stop allowing others to steal your shine. If you did the work, speak up and take the credit. Your days of nine. Virgo, your willpower is being tested. Don't allow peer pressure to take you off course. Your day is an eight. Libra, you 
you might need to tackle a work project with a different approach. Don't let tradition weigh you down. Embrace the change. Your day's an eight. Scorpio, combine your wild spirit with practical planning. If you're realistic in your approach, then nothing's impossible. And your day is a ten. Sagittarius, be mindful of how much energy you're using on others. You're empathetic by nature, but don't become an emotional dumpster. Your day is an eight, and those are your Wednesday morning horoscopes. As we get into the three things you need to know, I've noticed a little trending here in the room. Two people without dogs talked about dogs two days in a row, and that would be Danielle and Gandhi. I see dogs in your future. Oh, I want one so bad. All right, all right. Danielle, no, you I keep fighting to... it. Nope. Yeah, all right. I don't know. <laughs> can't fight that doggy feeling. I can't. All right, into the three things. Gandhi, what's going on? All right, the FBI officially in Sri Lanka to help investigate the deadly Easter bombings. The death toll now... 359 and expected to rise and ISIS has claimed responsibility. All right, if you are torn between having Coca-Cola or having coffee, they are coming out with a solution for you. It's a little bit of both. I'm not sure how I feel about this or how it's going to taste, but they say it's less sugar than Coke and a little bit less caffeine than coffee, but it's a pick-me-up for the middle of the day if you want it. It's already available in a couple countries, but it's going to become available in like huh. almost all of them. What's it called? It's called Coke Coffee. Coke Coffee. Coffee. I think that might be a working title, and I hope they come up with something better. And we talked last month about the guy or person who won the Powerball jackpot all by himself right. or herself for seven hundred sixty. Iowa, no, Wisconsin. Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Wisconsin yeah. right? So we found out who it is, and this person is twenty-four years old. Ugh. How awesome is that? And he quit his job a couple days after, right? Yep. He, he said he screamed for five to ten minutes. But here's the plot twist: Ugh. he and his girlfriend bought these tickets together. They each bought five, and the winning one was in his stack. So does he get to keep all that money if it was split that you know, way? How know. much is he walking home with? He's walking home with $477 million. Okay, okay, if he's a douchebag, yeah, he keeps all the money. No, he should split that money. Yeah, that's our rule. That's our rule. That's that's our rule in our house. Right. No yeah. matter who wins, we split it. Right. But right. it seems like he's not splitting it. It looks like it's just going to be his. She wasn't even there. Yeah, so. money money makes makes people turn into monsters. Yeah. yeah. All right, thank you, Gandhi. You're welcome. Ready for your Wednesday? Yeah. All right. Hi. Well, hello. All right, Audible is my secret superpower. Running around New York, Audible app engaged. I've got best-selling audiobooks, the latest news, motivation, and tons more. I'm listening while I'm living my best life, and I love it. Your first audiobook is free, so get it at audible.com slash Elvis. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Wow, what a day. You know, it's one of those days where I don't know where you are, but uh, the sun is coming up earlier and earlier. Yep. So when you're walking into the building here, there was a nice little springy breeze. And the sun was up. I heard birds chirping. I don't know if they were real. I don't know. Do we have the birds like it pumped out of speakers in the trees like we they might. have at, at Disney World? You might have that. It was so beautiful. I always feel like when the birds are chirping that loudly, you know it's going to be a bright, sunny day. And it is. Yeah. The birds know. It. The they, birds they are do? like little little weather forecasters. Yep. What's a good name for a weather forecaster? Like, like Tweet Tweeter. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, something like that. What's scary? The wind legit smelled like spring. I can't put my finger on it, but... Well, here in New York, that's the smell of urine. I was going to say. Did you ever, like, take a, a gust, like a, like a whiff, and it's like, oh, oh my God, I, it smells like summer. It it's smells. urine. Yeah. Again, no. again it's I, urine. <laughs> I don't, he's not, he doesn't hear me. I think Sometimes I think scary is a hologram who just starts talking, but he's not, he's not really here. He can't really hear what you're saying because the hologram just says whatever it's programmed to say, and it can't hear you. I don't want to believe it was urine. See, he, he'd still... Well, no, he heard the word urine. Yeah. Okay, he's on. 
He's on my. Do you have a friend like that? Oh, totally. You can talk and talk, and they just keep talking mm-hmm. like someone pulled their, their little string in their back, and they just kept, wow, I love you, mommy, and yeah. I want milk for lunch. And they don't hear one word you say. I do have friends like that. I'm like, why are we even having a conversation? But just tell me what you want to say. But here's my thing. I've come to a point in my life, I don't tolerate it. I'll look at you and say, why are you not, I'll clap. Why are you not listening to me? Why? The clap makes it so much more important, too. I need you to focus. I don't, stop it. Yeah. Focus on my voice. <laughs> I text that way, too, when I'm really frustrated. You clapping? I put the clap between words. <laughs> Good idea, Gandhi. Thank you. I was having a conversation with Alex. Danielle, i got to tell you this. Uh, we we're talking about life, this and that. He said, you are happier now that Gandhi has joined you and Danielle than you've been in a long time. Yeah, like, really? I, I would yeah, agree with that. Really? That makes I would agree with that 100%. I don't know. She's so nice and she's easy and there's no drama and it's just nice. And she feeds me an edible every morning. Yes. yes. Okay, well, that, that I didn't of, know about. That could but... be a part of it. <laughs> we weren't supposed to talk about that on the air, but it's fine. <laughs> hey, Greg T., when are we going out for our dinner date? Greg T. invited me to uh, go to dinner. Oh, that's nice. Greg T., Greg T., I'm talking hey. to you. Hey, Hey, Curly from the Three Stooges, get in here. Oh, my gosh. When are we going to go out for our dinner date? We're going to go out on a double date. Oh, why do you do this, man? What did I do wrong? Because it, it was just between you and I. It wasn't for the whole room, and I now I feel... Don't you know anything that I know every time is, is for the whole room? Are you, embarrassed? <laughs> are, you, are you embarrassed to admit that you're going out to dinner with me? I'm not embarrassed at all. I'm quite honored, actually, to be honest, that you, why you know... Do you, why do you hide things like that? You should be proud that we're going out as a couple, yeah, uh, but, uh, two couples. Oh, man, it's really... Now the whole room, really, everybody knows. All right, well, thank oh, look, you. Look, I want to go out with you. I want to have a special moment I with you. I don't know now. I don't oh. know now. I'm no, not, what are you talking no, about? No. You know, I, I just said something simple. Like, yeah. Let me turn that off. Yes. Can you say to a friend, hey, I can't wait till we go out for dinner, and yes. you say it in front of other people, and then your friend freaks out like, man, man. Yeah. Why are you telling everyone where you're doing that? All right. Well, listen. Okay, so yes, we're going to go to dinner. No, we and Trish no. are very excited. We're not going oh, We're very excited. I don't want to ruin it now. I'm not going now. Oh, hey, come you're, on. You're embarrassed to have dinner with me. I'm waiting for you to I, give me a couple of Saturdays. You're available. I was going to buy them dinner. Instead, I'll buy someone else dinner. Who no, wants to I'm go? buying you dinner. I'm taking them out. Get, get out of here. I'm buying you dinner. That was part of the deal. I'm, I can't be seen in public with you. <laughs> oh, my God. Get out of here. You're so oh. weird. I don't know how come you can't act like a normal human being and go, hey, I can't wait to go to dinner. You, how come you can't say that? Okay, to be honest, Elvis, I can't wait to go to dinner with you. I really am excited. Late, I'm late. not kidding. No, you're ruining And that's from, like, my heart. <laughs> oh, I mean that go. for real. Right, it's from right. his heart. It all is. Right. I'll, I'll give you one more chance. Let me give you a hug and a kiss. No, no, no. I really have to oh, move oh, on. Oh, don't come on. Me. You know you love the hug and kiss. Can you help me here? No. All right. Go All right. Got to move forward. Let's move forward with producer Sam. All right. I'm going to make you feel good. Is he gone? He used tongue. Did he? Oh. He just kissed me with tongue. All right. your face. Producer Sam, go right ahead. All right, so I'm not going to ask a dumb question right now. No one associates the word fun with hospitals. It's just even the joyous occasion. I love fun hospitals. Fun <laughs> hospitals. Well, there is one hospital in Rochester that I'm very impressed with because they're working to change that. They just opened a, an arcade, essentially, called the Clubhouse. And it has video games with different controllers for different people of, you know, various abilities or disabilities. There's pool, there's skee-ball, there's a jukebox, all kinds of stuff. So this is incredibly important because the hospital understands that mental wellness helps to feed physical wellness, which is something I think there's a huge divide between. Plus, playing these video games is a form of physical therapy for different patients who need to work on that. So it's kind of a grand slam of an idea, and I can't believe no one's thought of this before. So Colleen Rose, thank you so much for telling me about this development in your community. 
And I kind of hope it sets fire. I really want to hear other hospitals wait, wait, do this. You shouldn't catch hospitals on fire. Oh. <laughs> For the love of goodness. All right. Well done, Monroe County Hospital. Stay out of flames. And if you have something that deserves to be featured, email me, sam at elvisdurand.com, subject line, feel good. Oh, I feel better now. Oh, good. Thank you. Now go console Greg T. I'm going to hug him. More from the Mercedes-Benz Interview Lounge. Jonas Brothers have taken over. We're taking yes. over. It's Elvis. Just, oh, oh, no. Crap. Yes, Nick. F, Mary, kill Nick, Joe, or Kevin. Oh, no. oh, oh. Kill Nick. Obviously. And I'll have the other two. <laughs> Brought to you by Mercedes AMG. Be prepared for whatever comes your way in the all-new GT four-door coupe. Because life is a race. Visit your local dealership for a test drive today. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Uh, Gandhi. Yes. I think we need to call ZipRecruiter. Why? Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Elvis because Elvis has left the building and I think we need a new host for the morning show. Oh. <laughs> this might be the best way to find us. There's ZipRecruiter. Yeah, because ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards. They don't stop there. They're going to, you know, go through all the crap and give you the good stuff. And, you know, we need the good stuff here. And since Elvis doesn't want to do it, we're going to find somebody new. <laughs> this has been a reenactment. <laughs> A, a, a reenactment of a dream I had. <laughs> so it's true, Danielle. Yeah. When, when, the, when the day comes when a piano falls out the window and, <laughs> and Uncle Elvis can't come in, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Elvis, yes. and they will do the hiring for yeah, you. Yeah, and, and if you go to ZipRecruiter for free right now, it's an exclusive web address, uh, .com slash Elvis. No, no, yeah. It's ZipRecruiter.com slash Elvis. Right, you can try it for free. It's right true. Now. Like, think of all those unqualified radio hosts out there. Yeah. You won't get their resume. <laughs> nope. No, only the ones that are qualified. That's There's it. only like three of them. Not the crap, only the good stuff. I can't wait to see these resumes. <laughs> I know. Too. It'll be Kane. It'll be, uh, who else? Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest will apply. <laughs> only those resumes will come through. So if you're hiring for your company, only let ZipRecruiter.com slash Elvis help you. That way, yeah. you don't have to sift through all the unqualified it people. It might be ZipRecruiter.com slash Ryan soon. <laughs> Elvis Duran in the morning show. Hello, Cindy. Hi. Can you imagine living in a town where your town is named after the Jonas Brothers? What? You know, it never occurred to me. Tell everyone where you're living. I I live in Jonas, Pennsylvania. They have their their own town. Jonas, we Pennsylvania. We don't have a post office, though. I know. <laughs> you don't need one. No. The, jo- the Jonas Brothers deliver the mail for you. Exactly. So uh, I've never seen them, and I wouldn't mind. Okay, so Cindy has an interesting story. You you may be uh, rising and shining every morning in a house in a nice, safe neighborhood or an apartment that has a, has a gate around it, whatever. Uh, Cindy, living in Jonas, Pennsylvania, lives in a different sort of uh, world. Tell everyone what happened to you last night. Well, very no early this morning actually when I was just walking out the door to go to work, and if anybody knows this time of year, the bears are out and about the black bear. <laughs> the, the bears. And we put our garbage out oh. this morning at like four thirty, and came back in, and I went back out like not even two hours later, and it's all over the driveway, it's all over the cul-de-sac, it's in the woods, it's the in bears. my neighbor's oh, yard. Man. The bear had a party. The God. bears. The, bear awesome. a the bears are out. You know, if only the bear yep. could clean up after itself. That would be a good thing. It's true. They yeah. don't. It would be wonderful. <laughs> yeah, bears but, are I not... had two, but I had two hands because it was daylight, so I didn't need a flashlight, so it didn't take me as long. You oh. see, listen to what she's, <laughs> what she's saying and how she's saying it. 
She is used to having the bears, yeah. and this is bear. Our bears are going to mess with your trash season. I can't even process that. Now we have a bear season here in New York City, and that's Gay Pride is on the way. <laughs> so all, all the bears come out, but they don't they don't mess with the trash cans. No, they're actually the they pick up the trash. They, it's the opposite. We should send our bears. Mm-hmm. We should send our, our bears and daddies out to Jonas, Pennsylvania, and you send your furry bears in here, and we'll have like a little exchange program. They're actually very intelligent because they don't even touch the recycle bin. They just go. Right Right after the garbage. Yeah, recycle bin, usually you clean that stuff up. Here's the thing. Bears are fun to look at. Don't get near them. No. Especially if you see a mom and a cub. This one's got a big old butt. Yeah. (laughs) Yellow butt. We call them big ass bears. Oh my god. Bears love trash. They would love it in New York City. I know. This is this city's nothing but trash. Party. But in in reference to your comment, Elvis, that you had made that the sun is coming up earlier. It's a good thing for us because we can see where the garbage is. Exactly. You can see how to clean up after the yeah. bears. <laughs> oh, exactly. well. I know, but you live in paradise, so there's a price to pay. You know that. All right, Cindy. Listen, Everything has a trade-off. I know. There's a trade-off. Thank you for listening to us. Good luck with your bears uh, this Thank season. Thank you. All right. Take it easy. We appreciate Bye. it. Bye. Yeah, you know, uh, at our house, we have we have bears, but I've never seen a bear there, but you see their poo. Oh. And since Alex grew up working in a zoo, he understands animal poo. He yeah. can look at poo and tell you like where it's from. Oh, that's so, that's a cool game to play with him. Well, it is, but in New York City, you ask, well, who is it from? Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Who, who, let's play a game. Who left that poo? <laughs> who let the poos out? I would think that Gandhi would be the worst to have a bear uh, outside. You oh. would run out and try to play with it. Without a doubt. She'd try to hug it, and we'd get a story about her in the news. I'd be that person with, like, a steak at the end of a stick. Like, come on, buddy. <laughs> Don't do that. I know. It's, no. Oh See, we, you go to the, the uh, Central Park Zoo, and they have these polar bears that are swimming back and forth in this polar bear-looking exhibit. And uh, they get a little stir-crazy, and they just go back and forth and back and forth. Aww. And, yeah, you, you really want to release them into the, into mm. the, into the, uh, the wild uh, where there's ice. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, they look so cute. But the, I always think in my head, that thing would eat your head off. Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could actually hear the crunching of your skull. Just shred you. <laughs> they would eat you in a minute. And when I, you see the size of a polar bear next to all of the other bears, you don't realize how huge that thing no. is until you see the comparison. It's they're, like, okay. They're beautiful. Hands off. What's, yeah. up, what's up, Frog? I always think that about lions. Like when I go to a zoo or go somewhere and they have the, the beautiful tigers, I'm like, I would just like to get in there and just hug them. They look so fluffy yeah. and sweet. Don't you and think when that they yawn, be it? Don't do it. Yeah. If it's cute, it should be nice. No. That's the way it should even well, that's, that's what we said about Nate. Yeah. Like no, if the guy, he'll kill you too. If the guy is hot, he should be nice. If the girl is hot, she should be nice. Nate's hot. Right. He'll kill you. He'll shred you. He'll crush your skull. He's over there talking to someone. He can't even, he can't even hear what we're no, saying. He's ignoring us. I've come up with the best idea, guys, for like our billion dollar project. What's that? We create a zoo where there's one animal of all these different species that is huggable. <laughs> Just one. I a tiger, not. cool. I wouldn't do it. A Nate, okay. Hello, Chris. Hey, Elvis. Chris, tell everyone what happened to you and the bear. Uh oh. I think it's the same exact bear because I live right down the block from Jonas Mountain, and he does the same walk yeah. all the time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I walked out this morning to my garbage everywhere, up and down my driveway. <laughs> yeah, it's all happening near Jonas, car. Pennsylvania, right? Yeah. He's getting I, fed. Well. I know, but, but you had a you had interaction with the bear, did you not? Oh, I always have interaction with the bear. They okay, didn't one hit you in the face one time? No. no. Oh. What? The bear hit his house. 
It appears <sighs> on a crime spree. Okay, okay. Okay, let me tell you something. Nate's. I read Nate's writing, and re- Nate writes, it says, bear hit my nose. Same oh, one. That's what it not... says. Oh, that does look like that nose. Is, it looks like nose. That looks like nose. Sorry. <laughs> if it hit my nose, I'd be still laying in my driveway right now. The, bear the hit nose my is nose. more exciting than the house. Okay. Well, you know, but he is big. Hold up. Up close, it looks like house, but from far away, it looks like nose. <laughs> <laughs> Can, okay, do me a favor. Can't you just change the story and lie and say that the bear hit your nose so we can move on? in the face. It was horrible. Drive by bearing. All right. <laughs> Drive by bear. Know, but when you're born and raised near Jonas Mountain, you're, yeah. you're used to bears all the time. Yeah. I mean, you, it's your life. But if you live in New York City, you're like you're just afraid of you know, just people who talk to themselves on yeah. the street. We're used to rats in New York City. Yeah, we got rats. Mm, they're huge, We'll too. trade you. All right, listen, thank you for calling. If you're waking up near Jonas Mountain in beautiful Jonas, Pennsylvania, we're sorry. Yeah. We're sorry. <laughs> because we're bringing our rats out to you. <laughs> The rats and the bears can fight over the garbage. All right, Danielle, what's yeah. going on? So RM from BTS says that he learned to speak English from friends. He said, my mom <laughs> bought me the full series. I watched it a bunch of times because I want to speak and listen and understand the musicians in America. Wow. Right? Isn't that pretty cool? And he's pretty good with it. So Exactly. So this is awesome. Our boy Eminem, he has had such an impact on pop culture yep. that according to an article by the Detroit Free Press, Stan is among 640 new words and meanings that have been added to the dictionary. Uh-huh. If you don't know what Stan means, it's an extremely or excessively enthusiastic and devoted fan. It's a That's super fan. It's a super fan. And I have 19 different sweatshirts that say Stan. <laughs> Do you really? Because I am a Stan. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's so funny. Uh, so I was spending a lot of time uh, listening to Cardi B go off yesterday. I don't oh, know if you oh did. Oh God, what did she yes. go off? So I missed it. She was going off on the Shade Room, which is an entertainment website, because they were I posting negative stuff about uh, about her, her, her boy, her... Uh, Offset. Offset. Right. Yes. And she was pissed because she said, you know, y'all post the bleeping bleep. I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to kind of say what she said, but can't I can't. Do it. He said, she says, you don't post the accomplishments. You only post the bleeping bleep. Right. So that's what, but you can't stop watching her because she just kept going on. And by the way, she had no makeup on and she looked beautiful. Cardi B's without beautiful. Makeup on. She's gorgeous. Yeah, she looks so pretty. And I could just, I could watch her rant and rave yeah. all day long. And I made my mom watch it. I was with my mom yesterday and I'm like, mom, come watch Cardi B rant. And she's just like, oh my gosh, it was fantastic. What is that? I know, I love yeah. it. Uh, so let's talk about the Oscars. Um, remember they were talking about whether or not movies and stuff that are on like Netflix should be really considered for Oscars? Yeah. Well, they've decided that yes, they can be. So they're going to keep everything the way that Good. it is. Yeah. Uh, Game Steven of Thrones. Spielberg is fuming, I'm yeah. sure. I'm sorry, what'd you say? I said, I'm sure Steven Spielberg is fuming. Oh, yeah. oh he'll get over it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Game of Thrones fans, season eight will deliver the biggest battle scene ever shot on film. That's not giving anything away. It's there. <laughs> and if you're expecting a baby and you're a Game of Thrones fan, you may want to do this. They have a color-changing dragon egg, and it's going to tell you whether you're having a lord or a lady. <laughs> and you can have wow. it at your I'm at done. Your you know, I've decided not to watch Game of Thrones now. Uh, really? Because of that story. Okay. <laughs> and Britney Spears, um, I don't know if you saw that she turned to social media yesterday to reassure fans that she's doing okay. Um, she said that her whole family is going through a lot like right now. She also is upset because her family's getting death threats. All these crazy things are being said. You want to hear her? Yeah. Hi, guys. Just checking in with all of you who are concerned about me. All is well. My family has been going through a lot of stress and anxiety lately, so I just need a time to deal. But don't worry. I'll be back very soon. Very good. And yeah. let's leave her alone. Yeah. Uh, so no my- more Game of Thrones stories. No more Britney Spears no, stories. No, you have to 
to do Game of Thrones stories. No. Survivor's on tonight. Empire, Riverdale. It's the last one with Luke Perry. Um, we're saying goodbye to him. By the way, um, we just got a text yeah. that said they're pissed off because you said there was a battle on Game of Thrones. Oh, shut up. Someone great. It's a Netflix movie that Diamond and Garrett recommend highly. And that is all. There's a battle every, I'm sure every scene. Yes. Nobody can get mad. There's a trailer for it and everything, so shut up. <laughs> they should call it Battle of Thrones. Anyway. Anyway. So, uh, have you ever been in a relationship with someone, or have you been someone in a relationship where the relationship is on the edge of d- destruction because you're obsessed with a celebrity? Ugh. A little bit. I, I, I was reading about, I don't know anyone like this. Do I know someone like this? Is it you, Gandhi? I've had my moments with people. Okay. Mr. 617 did tell me at one point to shut up about Jason Momoa, but we were in front of Jason Momoa. Okay, no, I get that. Done yet. No, yeah. but I, I know of someone who's telling a story of a friend, so I don't know them. And she is so obsessed with Bradley Cooper. Oh. And now that uh, the movie came out, Star is Born, it's all she thinks, breathes, and poos. Is oh. Bradley po- he, she puts the poo in Bradley Pooper. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense? Uh, and she actually has pictures of him in frames on her desk at work. Oh, okay, that's weirder than the me. thing is, is he didn't know. He visited her, at, his <laughs> girlfriend at work one day, and saw the Bradley Cooper pictures. And he said, "That's it. You're, you've got a problem." Yeah. They think she has a problem. Well, I had a friend like this, and she was so obsessed with someone. I don't even remember who it was. And her boyfriend got really pissed. And I remember us walking by a store, and there was a poster of the guy in the store, and she made such a fuss. That the her, that boyfriend walked away and stopped talking to her, and I thought he was making. I was like, really? She's not going to meet the guy, right? He's like, but still, she's got a, an issue. It's too much. It's too much. She should be focused on me more. I want to so get into this. Aww. Yeah. But look, there's a fan. The word fan is short uh, for fanatic. Yeah. You are a fanatic. You're a stan. Over someone. <laughs> yeah, a stan. Over over uh, a celebrity, someone you're most likely never going to meet. Right. You know, you're not going to date them, but you just have this obsession over them because of their body of work and probably not because of who they really are, I'm assuming. Right. So to have that introduced into a relationship where they, I, I can't date you because you are in love with Bradley Cooper and that's all you, you obsess over Bradley Cooper. That's got to be difficult for some people. Oh, yeah, I would think. I, I can't know. figure out which one is in the wrong because both of them seem a little bit excessive. Um, yeah. Like the one that's framing pictures, ugh, a little strange. But the one that's upset about the framed pictures, eh, a little strange. Well, I know, but if it gets in the way of you having a healthy relationship, I tell you what, let's open it up. Yes. Text me if you are obsessed or you're dating someone or had to break up with someone who's obsessed over a, uh, yeah. a celebrity. Or, you know, call me. So text at 55100 or call me at 1 800 100 If you went to visit. Um, um, your boyfriend, Alex, or your fiance, at yeah. the zoo, and he had all these pictures of Brad Pitt, but not one picture of you on his desk. Would it bother you? No, because I'm much more handsome than Brad Pitt. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have more jobs. I'm working. I'm a working. I don't know. I would question it. Yeah. But if it gets in the way of our relationship, I don't know. We'll get into this in okay. a second. You're awesome. That's why we love you. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Between work and family, I'm always on the go. And with Audible Audiobooks, it's easy for me to listen to a juicy celebrity memoir or maybe even a sexy romance while I'm doing other things. It's so fantastic. You got to try it. Your first audiobook is free at audible.com slash Elvis. So our friend Tom has a friend named Kelly who's obsessed with Justin Timberlake. Uh Ah, And she's, and she's married. 
He just says, it's so uncomfortable to watch her talk about Justin in front of her husband. She says, but my husband's obsessed with the New York Giants. But he's obsessed with, like, an institution. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, but he doesn't want to do the New York Giants. Exactly. He doesn't want to do things to them, naughty things. Right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Who's better in bed, the New York Giants or Justin Timberlake? Yeah. Someone has to find out. Could be the Giants. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Hello, is this Mallory? Yes. Hey, Mallory, listening to us with Q94 in beautiful Richmond, Virginia. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing very well. So uh, we're talking about relationships that are strained because one of the members of the relationship is in love with a celebrity. Yes. Yeah. What happened to you? So when I was in high school, I had a slight obsession with Nick Jonas. Nick Jonas. And yes. And I would go out to the store and I'd get any magazine that had Tim in it, had the Jonas Brothers in it. And I would hang up, you know, like they used to come with posters in them. So I'd hang up the posters on my wall. And I eventually got it to like 110 posters on my wall. And my boyfriend at the time was not happy about it. He thought it was really weird, which, I mean, I guess it was. Well, no, but you were in high school. You know, you were going through a transition phase between, you know, being a super fan of, you know, little little hunky hunky boys. Right. But but now you're, you're not in high school anymore. Do you still obsess over Nick Jonas a little bit when you see him? Oh, yeah. 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 And I'm married now with two kids, and, you know, they made their comeback recently. So me and my mom were joking. We were like, oh, my God, I should have saved the posters. <laughs> you should have. I, just, I saved the posters. <laughs> well, so it put a strain on your high school relationship. But I'm, I'm wondering, I'm wondering, it, like, if, if your current husband knew you had an obsession over Nick Jonas and you started putting, like, a Nick Jonas picture here or there, I mean, that would cause a problem, Ma- maybe. I would think. At this uh, probably, but I mean, I warned him from the very beginning. I mean, my family always talks about it and jokes about it. So, I mean, he, he came into it knowing that, you know, there's a love for Nick Jonas there that oh, okay. you know, he'll, <laughs> yep. he'll never have. There's, okay, I know. Yes, I will marry you, but there's just one thing you need to know. If I'm obsessed with Nick Jonas. And if it ever, you know, may, could happen, you've got issues. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, have you had, a, like, a fun conversation with your husband about how you what get a, a pass, a what-if pass with Nick Jonas? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Do the kids yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> Mommy's going to be with Nick Jonas tonight. All right, thank you, Mallory. I don't I don't blame you. He's Nick Jonas is so talented. All right, thank you. Oh my gosh. Uh, See, no one ever had to worry about me because I had gay guys on my wall. I know. <laughs> I didn't think they George were gay. Michael. George I didn't Michael. think they were gay, but, you know, that turned out they were. <laughs> yeah, sure, I'll give you a pass with George Michael. <laughs> and Boy George. And Boy George. You can, have, you can have a three-way with Boy George and George Michael. And you'll get left out. Yeah. yeah. They won't care you're there, but sure, yeah. They won't even know you're there. Exactly. Uh, is this Kaylee? Yes. Hello, Hi. Kaylee. So uh, you're obsessed with Sean Mendez, and your boy, <laughs> your boyfriend, won't have anything to do with it, right? Absolutely, he hates Sean Mendez, but I'm in love with him. Okay, so <laughs> if you're having a conversation uh, on the phone or whatever with your boyfriend, and you t- and Sean Mendez comes up, what does he do? He he will either stop talking to me, hang up the phone, or leave, <laughs> or tell me just to like be quiet. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sean, look, Sean Mendez, he's a good-looking, tall guy. Yeah. He's he's very, oh, t- very, yes. I know, I can hear it in he's your voice. Very, he's very chiseled. Yes, he's very, very talented. Yeah. And, uh, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I know. How, now, how old are you, by the way, Kaylee? 16. 
16. All right, that's now, totally Now, Kaylee, when you hear mind. Lost in Japan, do you wish he was singing that about you? Oh, my gosh. Every song I wish he was singing about me. <laughs> well, guess what? He is. <laughs> that's so cool. But your, your boyfriend, he knows, right? It's just, it's, I mean, isn't he obsessed over anyone or anything that kind of gets in your way a little bit? Not really. He's just... Like sneakers? I don't know. He collects too many sneakers or something? I don't know. No, he's just too normal. I guess I made a mistake. I don't know, man. You know, Kaylee, I don't know. If you're saying he's too normal, that doesn't... I hope you're not saying that you're abnormal. I think it's totally fine to have a thing for Shawn Mendes. You're totally fine. If not... If no one had a thing for Shawn Mendes, he wouldn't be as popular as exactly. he is, you know? He wouldn't be Shawn Mendes. Right. He'd be True. Shawn Mendes. All right, <laughs> All right Kaylee, you, you keep on loving Shawn Mendes, and your, your, your boyfriend will get over it, okay? Thank you. All right, thank you. Yes, Gary, you want to break it down? What is it? I don't get it. Celebrities are unattainable fantasies. It's, it's a downright irrational to be jealous. That means your significant other is insecure and has low self-esteem, and that's the way I Thank boil you, it scary. down. Because sometimes in life, people have low self-esteem yeah. and they're yeah. insecure. But wait a minute. What if it takes over your whole life, and that- it becomes your obsession, and that's all you think about, and you don't put enough time into your relationship as the posters of, of, of you know, John Mendes? That was my point. <laughs> right. That's my point. This, this, it, you, you can have stumbling blocks in relationships, yeah. but when it happens to be Shawn Mendes, <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't take that too seriously. Yeah. <laughs> so I get that a little bit. However, and I think, I don't know if it's different for us or not, but I dated somebody who was very upset with my obsession with The Rock. You yeah. know, I love these like giant right. Hawaiian guys. Yeah. Yes. And he would get so angry every time The Rock would come on TV. I'd be like, quiet, quiet, quiet for a second. I just need to take this in. Yeah. And he'd be like, here's the difference between me and you. Because I'm like, it's a celebrity. It's never going to happen. Right. The Rock is never going to want me. He's like, difference between me and you is you're going to meet these people. You're going to be around right. these people. It could happen. To which I was like, that's so cute that you think that could happen. <laughs> it will still never happen. Okay, they well, come have, in, it's not. I have happen. to tell you something. Yes. You, you, I, I know that you do, uh, Gandhi, have an obsession over the big Hawaiian guys. Love them. Like Jason Momoa. Yes, Roman Reigns, The Rock. Hello. And, uh, of course, The Rock. Mm-hmm. And you say, well, I can obsess over The Rock because it's never going to happen. I'm never going to you know, be near him, whatever. Right. Right? Exactly. Well, I have something to tell you. What? I was working out yesterday, uh-huh. and everyone was a buzz. The Rock was working out in my gym. <laughs> I am so jealous. The Rock was there. Stop it. He Are you there. making this up? I'm not making it up. Hey, he was yeah. there. He had a bodyguard watching him. And I didn't even know it was him because he was just minding his own business. <laughs> why does and, The Rock need a bodyguard? And why, why does The Rock need to work out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's up with that? Remember how I was so hesitant to come to your gym when the, the trainer was here? I'm coming. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was weird because we were just working out. And it's so unusual to have The Rock in your gym. Yeah. And but he'd been there like for 30 minutes before I got there, I, I think. Die. I die. And then someone said, you know, that's The Rock. <gasps> I went, I'm thinking, I wish Gandhi was here. Oh my God. I feel like I would have been able to smell him. Okay. Like, just without what, even turning around. He's here. He's cooking. here. Yeah, well, he's cooking something. <laughs> now, w- let me ask you. Yeah. And asking anyone out there who's obsessed with The Rock or Shawn Mendes mm-hmm. or uh, uh, Nick Jonas, whatever. If you were in, let's say, closed quarters with it, it was just the two of you on an elevator. Bing. Oh. Okay, you're bing, and the door's open, and you're like, like a dream. You, oh, first of all, are you going to get on the elevator if you see The Rock standing on the elevator? Yeah. Okay, so you get on the elevator, the door's closed, mm-hmm. and you start going up to right. whatever floor. Okay. You, you pray at that point, the building is 500 stories tall. Right. <laughs> so you're going to have a long ride. Sure. Right? What do you say? Do you say something? Oh, God, yes. You I would say- be like, I think I love you, and then hit the emergency stop. 
You put the emergency stop button. <laughs> and then try. he calls the police. <laughs> yeah, no. At that point. No. I mean, I would at least want a picture. I don't listen. I don't actually expect something to happen. All these guys are like married and they have wives and kids and all that kind of stuff. It's just nice to swoon a little bit over these very sexy men. I don't know how you didn't do it. Well, no, but because we're working out, I'm not going to mention. See, that's the thing about living in a major city mm-hmm. like that. You see celebrities all the time, and you just you leave them alone. Oh. You, you don't bother them. See, that's what I we're get supposed to do. More excited to see them out and about than when they come to the studio because they're like acting like real people. Yes, and like I go, oh my gosh, this woman, and then I go, what the idiot? You meet these people all the time, but I get so excited. Exactly. Well, like, do you have a super celebrity crush? Somebody that makes you just a little bit funny in the tummy? Yes, I do. Who is it? I can't say. Oh! Let's go talk to Michael. Hi, Michael. How are you? Hi, how are you? I'm doing fine. I'm doing well, thank you. So your ex-wife was obsessed with whom? Uh, Chandler on Friends. Oh, Matthew Perry. <laughs> really? It's the one. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so, how did you know that you're? She's an ex for a reason. I don't know if it's because of Chandler, but whatever. <laughs> Chandler. That doesn't matter. So, what? How did you know your ex-wife was obsessed with Chandler from Friends? Well, Chandler didn't help with the marriage, first of all. Okay. But um, she she would watch Friends constantly. And she would tape every episode. Even if she had it on tape already, she would tape it. And then, um, so one day I decided, oh, let me go through the search history, because she stayed home all the time. And uh, I, would see, I would see articles and, and, and videos and pictures all, in, all about Chandler. Well, I know, but it wasn't like it, she was looking at porn or something. But you said, but it really bothered you anyway that she was obsessing over him. If he was in porn, she would be watching it, trust me. Wow. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so Chandler from Friends is one of the reasons why you're no longer with your ex-wife. Well, yeah, that, that was, uh, she had OCD, and that was part of her OCD, but it was, it okay, was worse. OCD's fine. I can live with that. Yeah. But, but, but Chandler, it's like, did you ever look at her and say, well, you know, you need to let, let Chandler go? <laughs> I mean, did you ever have the Chandler conversation? Well, yeah, we did. I was, I, I would ask her, like, you know, why are you so obsessed with this guy? And, you know, she, she would get defensive. So it was, it was kind of like a little wedge. But yeah, I, I knew she would never be with him. But it still was an interruption in our relationship. Well, there was that one episode, the one where Chandler files a restraining order against your ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to see his weenus. Hey. <laughs> All right, well, look, you've moved on, and uh, but so are you with anyone new now? Uh, yes, I am, so I'm very happy. Does this person have and an obsession? Does this person have an obsession over anyone at all on Friends? No, or another? Yes, no with Ross. one. With no Ross. one, and I, I was hoping she'd have an obsession over me, but that's not working out either. Oh, all, right. Oh, all right, all right. All right, Michael, thanks for, thanks for Sorry, listening, Michael. and I hope, I hope you hey, have a great hey, day. guys, I love you, and we I love, love you. Danielle's laugh. Oh, well, you, you. you can have it. All right, thank you. I love that, you know, Friends, even though it's it's doing so well now, Yeah, yeah. It, you, he refers to it as being on tape. I know. On, I, was, I had to stop and go, what's tape? Uh, do you have another one? Are we cool? Are we, uh, another okay. another one. Another one. Let's get into the three things. Uh, from Gandhi, the three things we need to know. And next time I'm working out and The Rock is there. Yes. Will you text me? No. Why? <laughs> I'll tell you that because I, I can't, you know, you, I, you get me kicked out of my gym. I'll just wait outside. I'll act like I don't even know you. There's actually, when you walk into my gym, there's a thing at the front desk that says, no photographs, no photography in this uh-huh. gym. Because they know that sense. The Rock's going to well, come you know up. Nate's never going to work out there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they take pictures of himself. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, when Nate walks in, does that mean I can't take pictures of me in the mirror? <laughs> 
in the locker room? I could just lurk outside the gym from now until he leaves New no, York. No lurking. <sighs> no lurking. He's got. He's filming Jumanji, so he can't be in town very long. Uh, but he is. All right. So into the three things we need to know, Gandhi. What is it? It's been a really deadly year at Grand Canyon. Uh, another person has fallen to their death. This now makes three within just a couple months of people backing up too close to the edge and having accidents. So if you're going to that area, be very careful about where you're going and what you're doing with selfies. Yeah, your selfies are killing you. Yes, they really, really are. So careful. All right, according to CNN Business, the Hilton Hotels are doing something really, really cool, and it might creep some people out. They're going to start recycling the bars of soap that get left behind in the room. They're not just taking them and repackaging them and giving them to other people. They're going to take all of this leftover soap, because it's always there, Yeah. and they're going to break it down, melt it, re-sanitize it, and then distribute it again, and even send it out to homeless shelters along with other sanitary kits. They want to do it as a green initiative and also help the world. I think that's kind of cool. I know, but if I find a hair in my soap. I think it's lucky. Okay. Yeah, just go with it. (laughs) It's lucky. Yeah. And finally, the latest edition of the Merriam-Webster Dictionary is adding lots of words. Danielle said one of them is Stan. I heard swole. Swole is in there. That's so crazy. Use it in a sentence. Okay, the rock is swole. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Other ones, snowflake. We're excited about that one. Gender non-conforming. Go cup, on brand, screen time, unplug, all kinds of words. Yeah, the dictionary. It's so huge. It is so huge. So do they also take words out to make room for new words? Those those are the words we need to be huh. studying. Look yeah. into that, would you? Would we you? should come up with a list that should go. Your $1,000 Rayo's homemade free money phone tap coming up next. <laughs> is this conversation really going to keep the listeners thrilled? Yes. Yeah. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. What's the best part of spring? Tate's Bake Shop spring flavors. They have oranges and cream, key lime, coconut, and they're available now. Only for a limited time, so get them at your local market today and show us you love them using hashtag Tate's Obsessed. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show's free money phone tap. All right, I got a problem. I'm eating pasta every night. Oh. <laughs> because of our Rayo's homemade. Yeah. Because now that uh, you know, they are partnering with our, our free money phone tab, I think about them constantly. I'm obsessing over I No, I've had pasta three nights in a row now. And my mom, she doesn't comment on a lot of things on our show, but she commented on the fact that we all use Rayos. Danny, you know that's my favorite sauce, right? I said, yeah, and now they make pasta. I know, I can't believe it. I know, but now we're having conversations like old ladies have. I know. For instance, I just, I just got a text. Uh, hey, Elvis, I'm going to do it in your mom's voice. I just bought two jars of Rayos yesterday, the vodka and the tomato basil. It was on sale, $5 at ShopRite. Thank you, Tara from Long Island. Appreciate it. Look, everyone, we're talking about Rayo's Homemade, like old ladies on the train. Oh, but I love it. Rayo's Homemade is so good. And look, you know, when I was not living in New York, I would think, okay, just jarred sauce is fine. It doesn't matter what the brand. I just didn't know. When you move to New York or you live in, in Philly or anywhere, you know, where there's great Italian food, Cleveland, you know if it's good sauce or bad sauce. So if you see someone bring out a jar, you're like, oh. But Rayo's homemade, totally different. Mm-hmm. It, it's like it's like something your 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 nana made, you know. It's it's, it's really good. And uh, so Rayo's homemade, we love them. We're obsessed. And then when they called and said Rayo's homemade wants to sponsor the one thousand dollar free money phone tab, I'm like yeah. bingo, because we know we'll get free jars. <laughs> I had to hide my sauce yesterday to make sure it didn't get stolen. Oh my God, my sauce is in my office, and my office is unlocked. It probably is not in your All office. Right, so anymore. when you buy Rayo's homemade, you lock it up. Yeah. Put it in the, in the, take it to a bank. You know, they have those, de- those safety deposit boxes, oh, yeah. safe deposit boxes, whatever it is. Anyway, thank you, Rayo's Homemade. Look for it anywhere where jarred sauce is sold, but just go beyond the other ones. They all suck. Rayo's Homemade <laughs> is the way to go. There you go. You can actually trick your friends and tell them you made the sauce because yeah. it tastes homemade. Mm-hmm. 
I'm sure Rayo's is okay. We say that, right? <laughs> yeah. So after the phone tap is over, we'll give you the number to call. If you're calling 100, you win $1,000. All right, let's give you your free money phone tap. Thanks to Rayo's. Oh, it's a way back Wednesday phone tap. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. All right, into the phone tap. Dear Elvis, my father recently spent over $1,000 to enroll me in an SAT course. He thinks it's the most important thing in the world to help me move along with my education. Why don't we phone tap him? Why don't we tell him that even though he's spending all this money, I haven't haven't appeared at one course. He'll go ballistic. This comes to us from Renee. All right, Renee phone tapping her dad. Our own Garrett the Carrot starts the call as the SAT class representative to rat on young Renee. And then Renee, the daughter, takes over from there. She's shopping rather than going to class, and Daddy's going to have a few words to say about it in today's phone tap. Hello, Jim Glimmer, please. Hey, Jim, this is Nicholas DeVito over at ZRMVT Academy. Yeah, hi. What's going on? Is everything okay? Um, It seems that your daughter hasn't been attending class. What? She's not attending the class? No, only uh, uh, we've asked her friends, um, Kara and uh, Evelyn, I believe, and they seem not to know where she has been. Yeah, I, she gets told there every day. I mean, it's just hard for me to look at something like this. I mean, it's only a short class, and I know you're putting a lot of money no, into no, no, it. No, 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 no. There's nothing more important than this course right now. I totally understand, yes, but we have a vacant seat, and that seat is hers. I'm totally shocked. Uh, I'm very flabbergasted myself. <laughs> Good enough. Let me get on this. I'll be back here. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Lydia. Yeah. All right. So we're going to call your dad, and uh, you're going to be like, hey, dad, I just got out of class. All right? Mm-hmm. Hello? Dad? Oh, hey. Yeah. Hey, Yeah? What's going on? Nothing. I'm going to class. I just got out. You know I just you got a call from a Nicholas DeVito. Who tells me you skipped your SAT class? Who? 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 What do you mean? You're around. I'm gonna be so furious. You're not even funny. Dad, I'll talk to you later. Okay? No, I'm you won't. Here. You're talking to me right now. I can't. We mean you can't. Where are you? Dad. No, you're talking to me right now. I paid a thousand dollars for those classes. Did you skip those classes? Dad. Mimi. I really can't talk right now. Mimi, I swear to God. I swear to God, you're going to be really in so much trouble, you don't even know. You're going to just, you have no clue. You have no clue. I want an answer from you right now. It's like you're making me think that I don't even need or want college anymore. Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? I spent a thousand dollars for you to go to this class and you didn't even show up? Hold on, hold on, hold on. How much are those jeans? What? Seventy bucks. Yes. Hi, how, how's it going, sir? <laughs> My name's Gary from Elvis Duran in the Morning Show, and you just got phone tapped. You bastard! <laughs> Man, I'm in what? And I'm really about to lose my mind. The Elvis Duran phone tap. Free, free, free. The free money phone tap.
There you go. Your Wayback Wednesday free money phone tap. Thanks to Rayo's Homemade, you're about to win $1,000 if mm-hmm. you're caller 100. 1-800-242-0100. For Elvis Duran in the morning shows, free money phone tap, entry info, and rules, visit ElvisDuran.com. Keyword contests. Oh, my gosh. So last, I was, I'm addicted. I'm addicted to my audibles. Yeah. Oh, that's an okay addiction. Not like edibles, pe- audibles. Not edibles. Right. Some people are addicted to edibles. I'm addicted to audibles. <laughs> Audible. If you want to listen to your favorite books... Audible's the way to go. Look, I'm telling you right now, I used to love reading books, and somewhere along the line, I lost focus, and I couldn't read a book any longer, and I thought I would never be able to experience an author's work ever again, and then when Audible started giving us their selections of incredible, incredible books to listen to, mm-hmm. uh, now I can I can, I can, can read again, yeah. but I'm not reading, you know what I'm saying? It's it's awesome. Anyone have an experience they want to share? You know, I drive around a lot with my kids, like in the car for soccer games and all kinds of stuff. And sometimes I have to drop them off like an hour before the game starts for warm-ups. I can sit in my car and just listen to the audibles. It's awesome because I catch up on books, like you said, that I don't have time to like pick up at home and read them. The great thing about Audible is uh, you, you download the app and you have it. Boom. There you go. You keep their library of listens forever, even if you cancel. And they have Audible Originals as well. And they have this thing going on right now. It's every month you get to choose one audiobook and two Audible Originals from their curated selections. I mean, they have their own publishing company going, but it's Audible's. Mm-hmm. It's simple. Download your Audible app today. Start a 30-day trial. Choose one audiobook and two Audible Originals absolutely free. Download Audible today. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show's free money phone tab. All right. Our way back Wednesday phone tap today. Mary, did you enjoy the phone tap or did you even listen? <laughs> I listened. Of course I listened. Okay. Because you're caller 100, by the way. That, yeah. Uh, I am. That's awesome. Yay. Oh, you have party girl voice. I love it. <laughs> you do. It's going to be a beautiful day. I just won something. This is great. I know. You just won $1,000. Congratulations. Well, that is great. Thank you so much. I love it. Do, do, do you always have party girl voice or is it just something going on now because of the pollen and stuff? I guess the following, yeah, I don't know. And not all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also off from work today, so. I know, you sound, you sound like you're ready for a little, a boozy lunch. I may come out and pick you up. <laughs> Thank you. That right, sounds Mary. like a good idea. Thank I'll you. celebrate. Well, we'd love to celebrate with you. And thank you for listening. Hold on one second. $1,000 thanks to Rayo's Homemade. People are texting and saying they're out buying jars of Rayo's Homemade Sauce because they hear it on our show. Good. See, if you want to advertise on our show, feel free. Give us a call. <laughs> Call Alex Zagrin. <laughs> He'll sign you up. Rayo's, by the way, is spelled R-A-O. Yeah. If you want another uh, chance at $1,000, another $1,000 Rayo's free money phone tap coming up at this time tomorrow morning. All right, so Froggy was telling yep. me a story this morning. Uh, they live in uh, in Florida, and his son just be, got enrolled into the school system there. New schools, new friends, and tell him what bonus he got his first his first couple of months in school. So the superintendent of St. John's County Schools announced that they have canceled their final exams due to technical issues on the test-taking computers. So every student does not have to take the final exam. You will all be awarded a 100% grade for the exams that you don't take. What? What? Yes. See, now, this happened to me, and it's scary. (laughs) They had posted test answers on the front of the New York Post. And it was like a major chemistry exam. And it was the year that we were supposed to take it. So we all didn't have to take it. But they didn't give everyone 100. Instead, they just took your average already. Right. And that was your final grade. That makes more sense. Nope. Yeah, that makes more sense. Well, no, it says here, it says that the uh, final grades will be between 
your third and fourth quarter grades, and then the district final exam, you will all be awarded the maximum point value possible at 100%. That's 100. Well, uh, and there you have it. Mm. Here, here's the issue with what you said, Danielle. If they if they say, well, you can't take these these exams because of whatever reason, uh, we're going to just use your average grade. Well, what, yeah. if, what if you like study really hard for these exams and you wanted to use this exam to bring your average up? You that can't do true. it. And don't they usually like drop your lowest grade and stuff no, like that? I don't that? know how it works. And, yeah. Anyway, right. but so Caden, Froggy's son, gets a hundred. Dude, he just yeah. stepped in it, boy. He did. He I'm really like, dude, did. this is the luckiest kid on planet Earth. Like, <laughs> never in the years I went to school did I, I never got 100 on an exam. He's going to get 100 on every exam. That's wow. Man, I miss he, going to school in Florida. He's doing so well. Yeah. He should be All so right. proud. Well, okay, okay. So, it takes me back to uh, high school and college, too. Exam taking time. You know, back then, <clears throat> we all had different ways of, you know, sliding through mm-hmm. to get the answers. Mm-hmm. Okay, once. I'll tell you one time. I only cheated one time. <laughs> one time only. Because I, I was partying really hard. I was a senior in high school. And um, and so I had a friend write down. I wrote answers on his neck. And so if I needed the answer, I would reach up and pull his shirt down. Wow. It was like a last minute thing. Did it you work? Deserve a, you deserve a good grade just for like yeah, I did innovation. Work. Okay, well, th- well, you know what? This is why I, I'm so glad you said that, Froggy. Now, hear me out. And I said this on this show several years ago, and it was a very unpopular thing to say. <laughs> if you can finagle or coerce or sweet talk a teacher or whatever to wind your way through school, mm. in addition to your okay grades, isn't that like getting through life? <laughs> it like, actually is. Yeah. I'm like, kind of with you on that. Okay, When you're older, you the word you use is negotiating. Yeah. Right. Right? But when you're in school, it's, it's you know, I'm not saying cheat. I'm not saying you should write down things on, on your hand or, or have it in your Apple watch. Yeah, you know what I'm inside saying? Inside of your water bottle. Inside of your water or bottle. Or on the tiny little piece of paper that you tuck into the palm of your hand. But if I can, if I can, exactly. Or if I, if I can create a, a conversation and relationship with the, with the professor that makes my grades go up. Well, isn't that what life is about? Negotiating. It now, is. Pe- people are mad. People don't and don't equate this to me spending a million dollars to get my kid into school. Right. Not the same thing. Right. It's no. more of like a social skill that you're learning. Exactly. How to negotiate. You know what? Right. You're working me off? smart, not hard. My kid had. You need 92 to be on high honors, right? He had a 92 in every class. One class, he had a 91. And the teacher would not give him that one point. I'm like, there's just one point keeping him awake. Yeah. One point. Doesn't matter. Didn't, didn't get that point. Maybe he should have learned how to negotiate. Seriously. Yeah. Great tea in college. Oh, are you kidding me? Come on, frat boy. What would you guys do? Re- that's the only way I got through college. <laughs> in the fraternity house. So all the brothers were told that, you know, once you're done with an exam to hand it over to whatever the brother's name was. And he kept them all. So if I had a test, I would go to his room and then I would get him. So we had all the old exams. So you go through the old exams and they and have the, they have the it. same questions. Like same questions, same professors, same classes. So we all just, you know, continue to share our exams. I wondered how you got years. through school. That's the only way to get through. I, I, oh, there's just goodness. no way you got through school. <laughs> yes, yeah. straight Nate. What? I, I tried to help my friend Will Rose cheat one time in physics. <laughs> it was a multiple choice test. He was a good friend of mine. He just wasn't good at physics. So it was multiple choice. So I would tap his foot once for A, twice for B, three times for C, and so on. The problem was I accidentally turned the page, and we were off by one number. Oh. 
so good job. He got everything wrong from three on. <laughs> I oh, mean, from God. three to fifty, oh, he God. got it wrong. All right. Well, then, then I must change my my tune a little bit. Maybe you know what you deserved it because you were cheating. Right. I, well, he he didn't. I mean, he deserved it because he was cheating, and I right. aced mine. I cheated oh. once. What'd you do? <laughs> so I got there late for an exam. I think I've told this story before. The first part of the exam was an oral part of the exam, and that's the part that I missed. So I copied the answers from someone else, and the teacher came over to me, and he she goes, Danielle. It's nice that you have all these answers, but you weren't here for the oral part of the exam. So how would you even know what I asked? Oh, wait. And I'm like, mm, wow. busted. busted. I never cheated again. That was it. Good. That was it. Yeah, what, what's that scary? We had a system for multiple choice tests where we would use the four corners of the desk that corresponded with A, B, C, D. <laughs> so if someone wanted to know the answer to number 12, I would just like take my pen and tap the top left corner for A. And, and we and vice versa. Like we would actually exchange like, the whole entire. By the way, hours. we're not sitting here condoning. No, no. we're talking about oh, how no, bad not we at were. all. Not <laughs> a good we're, yeah, we're talking idea. about bad people. We people, were so bad. Naughty, people are, naughty. People are going to burn in hell. Yeah. Well, like, now there's if if there's an essay involved, and I'm not encouraging this by any means. I'm just saying. <laughs> yes. Maybe when I was in college, unemployed professors will write an essay for you. Yeah. They're they're actually. That's, waiting for you to pay them. That's and so wrong. Great, yeah. It is wrong. It's wrong because I, I didn't have access to them in college. <laughs> uh, no. So, Brian. How you doing, Brian? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. How are you? Uh, change your voice so no one will know it's you. <laughs> it's very important. Uh, so, what? how did you get through tests? Oh, so I would literally just buy a 20-ounce Coke bottle, uh, scan the Coke label, then uh, uh, Photoshop the ingredients out, Put the answer where the ingredients were, printed it, printed it out on glossy paper, cut it out, and just taped it back on the Coke bottle. Oh my God! Wow. I feel like the innovation there deserves yes. the A. This is so know, this is right? so high tech. Wow. <laughs> Maybe wow. we could have spent all that time studying and been fine. But. It's like, look at, the, look at the new ingredients in Coca-Cola. Yes. All right, yeah, no, Brian. like, what's the point of studying? And by the way, let's just be very clear. We're not condoning this. Oh, bad, Brian. Very bad of you. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, don't do what I did. All right. Beg for forgiveness. Of course, Dr. Brian. Right. <laughs> Who's a brain surgeon. Oh, this is great. A Texas came in. If you want to get good grades, just have sex with the teacher. Oh, oh no, don't do that. Well, also once again, Indiana. negotiating through life. Uh, hello, oh is this Rena? How you doing, Rena? Hi, guys. How are you? We're doing very well. We're talking about things that we want people not to do. We don't want anyone to cheat. But anyway, go ahead. Right. So now, before I say this, I'll say I'm a very hardworking person. I worked very hard through college. I and your parents didn't uh, spend a million dollars to get you through school. I mean, into the school. Right. I'm very, very, very hardworking. But my senior year of college, um, I was required to take a second accounting class, and that is not my cup of tea at all. So my teacher was a little bit of a weird guy. He would kind of flirt with students and everything like that. I did not do anything bad, but I did talk to him like the second week of the course, and he told me that he would make me a deal that if I show up to each test, and just write random answers in there. I could even literally rewrite the question just as long as there's writing on paper. He would give me an A on every single test. 
and I ended the course with an A minus. Okay, well, wait. wait. How hot are you? Well, yeah, what, <laughs> what gives? Why, why do you think it worked? And 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 B, how hot are you? <laughs> Thank you. <Yeah>. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, I think it worked honestly because unfortunately he was a little bit of a creepy guy. I didn't do anything weird at all. <laughs> Maybe a little giggle here and there, but this guy just came to that straight away oh, as no. far as. Okay, just show up on the days of the test. So I did not show up to one class in that accounting class unless there was an exam. And I would just rewrite whatever the question was in the answer gotcha. box. Decop equals A grade. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you, Rena. Here's my problem. I'm not, you know, I don't have, you know, you don't want to see me jiggle it. <laughs> so I'm not going to. So, do. So people like that make me mad because yeah. I don't have advantage. I don't have, a, I don't have the jiggle advantage. Mm. Finally, we talked to Lisa. Hello, Lisa. Hello. You're a teacher. You must be so pissed off hearing these, these stories. <laughs> you know, actually, I'm not at what? all. No, really? So what, what's your thought here before we move on? My thought is that in life as adults, you know, we try to skate by as much as we can. So as adult, as students, you're practicing to be an adult. And so if you can successfully cheat, then, I mean, by all means, if you don't get caught, Cool, you don't get caught. Well, I don't know. You call it skating by, which I think sounds, and that doesn't sound like a right way to get through life, or life hacks, whatever. I call it negotiating. Yeah. Classy term. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, I'm being innovative. I'm using, I'm parlaying relationships <laughs> and, and connections yeah. to move forward. But so, don't you think if someone does do your homework or your papers, you should read them ahead of time so that if you get asked any questions... You should know the answer. Oh, yeah. So many times you hand them in and you don't know what the hell's on that paper. A little bit of effort is important. So, Lisa, so you hearing these things doesn't really drive you crazy. And you're a teacher. Absolutely not. All right. Honestly, what I'm encouraging all students is figure out the person who you should copy. Because there are students who are copying the wrong person. Wow. That's that's from a teacher. Did you say that? Yeah, Billy's right. not the one to, to be Yeah, Billy, bad, <laughs> bad Billy. Thank you, Lisa. Danielle, what do you have going on? All right, so last year, Avengers Infinity War made close to $900 million worldwide in its opening weekend. And some people are saying Endgame could get $1 billion I think this it will. weekend. Wow. I know you're excited, Gandhi. I'm so excited. I am so excited. And by the way, people are saying bring tissues. Because people are bawling after seeing Endgame. Oh, that's why. So, yeah. Uh, Rapper Offset could be spending some time in prison over his arrest in Georgia last year. He got busted in 2018 uh, for driving erratic, making improper lane change while driving, and they smelled, you know, strong odor of marijuana. They found a gun. Well, yesterday I was watching Cardi B all day because (laughs) she took to social because there's a website called The Shade Room, and she said, you know what? Y'all post... None of the accomplishments that he has, but you post all the bleep and bleep. You know what she's talking okay, about. Okay, it's called the shade room. Yes. So it's called the, exactly for a reason. <laughs> I follow it. So she is yeah. so pissed off that they never give her boy offset any kind of props, but all they do is post the negativity. Uh, and let's see. Oh, the Jeopardy champ. He broke more records. I he saw pre- this last night. He's over a million dollars. Yes, in yeah. the shortest time ever he has broken this record. So they're saying that if he keeps going, they're going to be broke. They're not going to have any more money <laughs> for anybody else. No more contestants on no, the show. They're not running out of money. <laughs> well, Whoever, Hooper said that's out of their minds. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's just crazy. Anyway, that's going on. And tonight, don't forget, on Riverdale, it is Luke Perry's last show. So it's sad. All right, Danielle. Thank you very much. Elvis's personal Instagram account. Follow him now. At Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. It's Elvis Duran. Saving money with Groupon is easy. Everything you need to save big is right there on your Groupon app. 
Save big on family bowling night or a relaxing massage right in your own neighborhood. Save up to $100 a week on what you do every day. Download the Groupon app and save. Groupon. He's an incredible dynamic individual. Elvis is amazing. What's going on? There's a party. Hope the neighbors don't mind us getting loud. It's Elvis Duran in the morning show. All spring is busting out all over. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That goes well with that beat. I know. (laughs) Sorry, my Ethel Merman comes out. Do a Google on Ethel Merman. You'll know who I'm talking about. It is. It's beautiful. I mean, uh, we have two days in a row here. It's springtime weather here in New York City. Wherever you are, the pollen is probably taking over. I know in in Florida, it's everywhere. Pollen everywhere. Philly and Cleveland. I mean, pollen, just pollen. Yeah, I'm you so look upset. down, the hood of your car, it's yellow. What were like, you saying? Oh, I'm so upset by it because I love nature, and I feel like I'm so good to her, and she's attacking me. She is. I've done nothing to earn this. Like, I know Froggy <laughs> has sinus problems like I do, you know, when it's it's all nasty and pollen-y out, right, Frog? Oh, yeah, totally. And here's the thing. With the beauty of spring comes the smells of spring. Yeah. Now, I grew up with this ornamental pear tree in my backyard. Oh. And every year it had this smell. And I just I, if I smelled it right now, I could tell, oh, that's the pear tree from my backyard. And when you're a kid, you don't know what that is. But later in life, I discovered that smell has, has an interesting odor that's re- it resembles something else. Oh. So this morning, Alex sends me this article. Here, here's why the trees on your street smell like semen. Oh, dear God. Oh. There, I said it. <laughs> Was that the pear tree? Well, okay, there are other plants and flowers in life that smell like vomit. Like okay. those, what are those nuts that fall off the trees? And if you if you drive over them on the street, everyone knows what I'm talking. It smells like vomit. Okay, like v- vomit nuts. I know, isn't there like a flower that like blooms that smells horrific? Right? Yes. And you don't want to. Ugh. I think that too is like a vomit smell. Yeah. So some anyway, smell like pee. Yeah, some smell like pee. But Barbara you know, George. Mother Nature, as beautiful as she is, and all the wonderful art she creates for us. Naturally, mm-hmm. sometimes it smells like pee and poo, <laughs> but that's just the price we pay for beauty. Yeah. For instance, if you live, uh, in my opinion, California is probably one of the most beautiful spots on earth, the entire state. Oh yeah. Because it's the diversity of of textures and 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 environmental whatevers and you know whatever. It's just beautiful. You're on the ocean, but you know you have earthquakes and you have uh, mudslides and you have forest fires. Yep. It's devastating. I really truly think. There is a price to pay for beauty. There is. I'm not going to mention any towns, but you have no natural disaster. Probably a boring town. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine if humans were that way? Like the hottest people in the world smelled like vomit. (laughs) (laughs) Just imagine if it was acceptable. That was acceptable smell. Well, back to your your question. Yeah, several times I've been with people who were so hot. But at the end of the night, they smell like vomit. When I'm watching Survivor, (laughs) that's what I think everyone smells like. Like, yeah, because you watch it, and as each week goes on, they're dirtier and dirtier, and you keep thinking, like, ugh, the right. person must smell awful right now. Danielle, you know, it wasn't that long ago where we would look at someone and go, ooh, he just looks like he stinks. Yes. And then that be- <laughs> but that became, the grungy look became the yep. way to dress. It was the mm-hmm. hot look. You look like you stink, yeah. but you just try not to stink. Anyway, uh, the Bradford pear tree, is that the ornamental pear that smells yeah. like love goo, whatever that is? <laughs> Love goo. Oh, Love goo. I don't know. It's just awful. But thank you, Mother Nature. <laughs> she she doesn't want you to like be like too spoiled with the beauty that right. surrounds you. She wants you to know that there's a price to pay for when it. When you eat the pear.
pear? Does it smell like when you eat it? Or is it just a tree? Well, the ornamental pear trees, I don't think they have pears. Oh, do they I? don't? I don't think so. Don't no, know. it's just flat. They flower. Oh, they have flowers. Okay. Uh, anyway, I've got, <laughs> I'm sorry that we had to have this conversation together. But I, this isn't, it's nature. Hello, <laughs> Tiffany. Hi. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm on the air. Well, I'm glad you're here. Now, are you calling to talk about the, uh, the yin and yang of Mother Nature? Yes. So those, I, as soon as you said those some trees smell like something, I knew exactly what you were talking about. I went to school at Westchester University in Pennsylvania, and those trees are everywhere. And every year, we would know it was spring because we would just run around campus going, oh, we smell the spunk trees. What, spunk trees? Uh, <laughs> spunk trees. Ooh, that's gross. Yeah. <laughs> and they're beautiful. So not a, they're, they're lovely. And I have them in my neighborhood, in my townhouse community now. But they smell horrendous. I hate them so much. But, but they're like, beautiful. They look great. And they yeah. look great. Perfect. Which it sets terrible. me up for a conversation I want to have. And I'll, I'll ask you first, Tiffany. What else in life is there where there is a price to pay? For instance, sometimes you could date like the, the really hot bad boy. Oh, yeah. He's hot. And he's a bad boy. But you know, with that bad boy, there's a price to pay. Oh, Tiffany, yeah. you know what I'm saying, right? God. Oh, definitely. And I would say kids. Kids. Okay. <laughs> yes. I agree. I agree. Everybody that has kids there can totally relate that you love your kids. They're the best ever, but there is a price to pay. I have a three-year-old and a four-month-old, and I haven't slept in three and a half years. There you go. Whoa. But do, do we all agree? It, does, if it doesn't matter if it's a spunk tree or a kid. Uh, it's worth the price of admission, yes, right? Typically. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. But there are moments where you go, oh, God, I don't need this. All right. Thank you, Tiffany. Thanks for listening to us. What scares what in life is so beautiful, but there is a price to pay? Working here. Oh, oh come on. All right. Well. <laughs> no, you don't get any sleep. Oh, here's your I contract. Hold on. Here's your contract. <laughs> hey! <laughs> no, look, no price to pay. Now you can sleep in. Look, scary. No price to pay. What about, like, good food and a good body? I mean, you pay a price for both of them, right? You want to eat the good food? Okay. You're not going to have the good body. Price to pay, mashed potatoes. Right. <laughs> and then you look like a mashed potato. Macaroni and cheese. There's a price to pay for that. But you might have, like, an amazing six-pack, and you're probably not eating the yummy food. Maybe. All right. Think today. What in your life What are you, in your life are you paying a price for, but you wouldn't give it up for anything? Like, you know, going out and having a hard night. There's a price to pay the next morning. Yeah, for me. Yeah. No. I never get hungover. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because no, you stay drunk. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, the price to pay for me going out and drinking is you guys pay the price the next day. Oh. And any guests that may be coming through. <laughs> Let's go around the room. Danielle, what's on your mind today? I, I don't know. Just okay. <laughs> Skip me, please. What about you, Gandhi? What's going on? Okay, so I was actually just thinking about this because I think we should all try something. I'm going to really give this a shot. I want to compliment people on things that have nothing to do with aesthetics and the way that they look. Because I have found myself a lot of times, it's the easiest thing to do. You run into someone and you say, oh my gosh, you look so good today. Which is nice and everything. But for me personally, when someone compliments something that is not that, I like it so much more and it means so much more. So I'm going to start doing that. And I would do like it. you to all try it too. Here, try it with someone in the room right now. Go. Okay. Danielle, I love you so much. Your personality makes me happy every single day. Aww, I know. So and nice. you're supportive and you're strong and you're a good role model. Thank you. I love you. Oh. It smells like the vomit nut in here. <laughs> Excellent. That's what I was going for. No, I think that's, that's very <laughs> that good. so sweet. Thank you. You're welcome. An around the room that makes us think. And yeah. I bet you anything that producer Sam's will make us think as well. Go ahead, producer Sam. Ah, damn, Sam. my reputation. Well, you're right. So depending on who's receiving this, this might either be permission or an alert. But I want everyone to keep in mind that the outside heals quicker than the inside. 
It's just an across-the-board statement. And I feel like if you're not experiencing something, if you see someone behaving a certain way that's better or improved from something, you just assume they're better. But I want to remind everybody that the outside is the first thing to be better when you're dealing with something. Does that make sense? It does make sense. The, the, the outer boo-boo uh, heals faster than the inner boo-boo. Absolutely. So if your inner boo-boo is still healing, have permission to let it heal longer. And people, if it's just the outside that seems fine, maybe, you know, give your friend a little bit Very more good. time. Very nice. <laughs> um, Gandhi, are you trying to say I'm not pretty? Oh, God. Here we oh, go. Oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, scary. Yes. What's going on with you? <laughs> Have you ever thought that you were doing something really great for your health and then you found out what you were doing was really having zero effect on your health at all. Because I have used night vision on my phone mm-hmm. 24-7 thinking that it was easier on my eyes. Right. Well, honestly, I found out that it, me- it makes no difference. It's not making my eyesight any better by using night vision on my phone oh. 24-7. You should stop using your phone 24-7. Maybe that's the yeah, Maybe that's there it. There you go. Yeah. yeah, good luck. <laughs> all right, Danielle. So I want to talk about edamame. <laughs> I love, love edamame. I know, but you know it's not really great for you, and they're saying kids shouldn't really eat edamame. Why? I forget the exact reason. I have to look it up, but yesterday I was having a whole conversation with somebody about edamame. Wait, edamame is soybeans, right? Yes, and they said- Soy is bad for some people. That's what it is, and they were like, something with the kids and the estrogen and blah, 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 and they're like, they shouldn't have it. And I'm like, are you kidding? My, my son likes it. I thought it was good. Like Scary said, I thought it was a good thing. He's eating beans or soybeans. It's a good thing. Right. So it's good. not French fries, but apparently- it's not a good thing. As a matter of fact, a friend of mine who has had off and on problems with cancer, totally, totally, he stays away from yeah. everything soy-based. Oh. So see? I'm wondering. I know. I know. And mommy, you're like, oh my God, they're like big, huge balls of protein. I thought it was good for everybody, but it's not. Yeah. It's the most uh, fun to eat. Yeah. What's that, Brody? There's a story out of Cleveland yeah. that the Bradford pear trees are blooming. And now the whole city smells like what you described. Oh. Semen. <laughs> uh, no, okay, the plant I was talking about, the vomit plant, is durian. I think it's, dur- dur- it's D-U-R-I-N. Oh, my gosh. That was all over Singapore. And, exactly, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they actually can make pie out of it and yep. stuff. But Ice if you cream. sniff it, it smells like vomit. Yes. It smells like ass. It was kind of, yeah, we were all tossing up in the air. What does it smell like? Some people were saying rotten onions. Some people were sm- saying vomit Ugh. feet. Mm. All kinds of yeah, stuff. Yeah, feet. Like <laughs> nasty feet. Oh. Prices to pay. Jamie. Oh my God, I can't believe I got on. Well, I'm glad you're here. Let's talk about it, though. There are things in life, no matter how great and how wonderful and how much you love them, there's a price to pay. Talk about it. I knew this guy, like, we went to elementary school together, and in high school, I finally was able to date him. So hot, so good looking. And once he started to make out, he did it without tongue, so it was basically like he was hot breathing into your mouth. There's a price to pay right there. That's not nice. That's so Ooh. Gross. Ooh. It's like CPR. It's like Tomb Raider. I was like, he just yeah. opened his mouth. There's like a, a cave. That, that... Yes, and like hot air. It was absolutely. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Of... <laughs> like, what would that be like? That's, it's exactly. It's exactly how it sounds. That's exactly how it did sound. Oh, I love. Ugh. I love you. <laughs> yeah. Like that. Not hot, not that hot. Yeah. No, like, I need a little tongue in there. Stop it. Yeah. Very little. You know, I don't need some like huge dragon, a fire-breathing dragon coming in your yeah. mouth. <laughs> yeah, it was like Drogon. <laughs> it's a cat. I don't need a cat in your mouth. What? All right, Jamie. The price to pay. Did you stop dating him? Yes. Yeah. Did you tell him, hey man, that use your tongue? <laughs> How do you tell a hot guy, hey hot guy, use your tongue? You'll be you hot. You just gotta say it. Maybe well, send him a Google it. article. Said, hey, maybe just throw that in, and he thought that was weird. Oh, All right, okay. bye. Price to pay. Hot. <laughs> mm, not, not good All right, thank you, Jamie.
Have I'm a going the guy's oh. hot, but he's this total idiot. Oh, There's a like price a to pay. Stupid idiot. Price to the pay. Of my life. I don't know. What? <laughs> Ask Nate's girlfriend Heather. Oh. Aww. Stop. I'm not, come on, man. I know you're brilliant. I love you. <laughs> All right, let's get into the sound. Hey, Garrett, how are you? Let me turn your microphone on. There you go. Good morning. All right, uh, no Game of Thrones spoilers here. We learned our lesson yesterday, but Florence and the Machine, they just released Jenny of Old Stones, which was featured on Sunday's episode. From winter to summer and winter again. She's pretty awesome. Yeah. A lot of fighting going on between Game of Thrones and Avengers Endgame this weekend, so everybody's going to be pretty busy. Now, uh, Elvis, you and Seth MacFarlane have something in common. You both now have stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh, my he, God. He got his yesterday, and this is the speech he gave. I am privileged and humbled to take my place among a great many Hollywood notables whose names also adorn this Walk of Fame. Hollywood legends such as Kevin Spacey, Michael Jackson, and Bill Cosby. And I have to ask... <laughs> Am I worthy? <laughs> all kidding aside, it truly means a great deal to me. And now let's all get to our cars because this is not a great part of town and I'm very nervous. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's true. I love him, by the way. Awesome. All right, back in 2013, uh, this is a little bit weird, but People Magazine had their sexiest men alive all get together and say a word that Froggy despises which is moist. So you're going to hear Ian Summerhalder, Tyson Beckford, Scott Foley, Norman Reedus, Ed Sheeran, just to name a few. Moist. 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 Sick. How you doing, Froggy? Such a disgusting word. <laughs> All right. Uh, now, Jeopardy last night, we're nowhere near winning a million dollars, but we could actually maybe get one of the questions right. So the category was, we will rock you, and here's the question. In 2018, this band didn't have a dime, but I always had a vision, always had high, high hopes. I know. Who is Fall Out Boy? No. no. Danielle. It's Panic at the Disco. No, who is at the disco? Who is Panic at the disco? Elvis got it right. All right, back back on April 6th, NASA recorded the first ever what they're calling a Mars quake. Can't call it an earthquake because it didn't happen on Earth, but this is what it sounds like. I never thought of that. You can't have an earthquake on Mars. Right. An earthquake has to happen on Earth. Yeah. What are those stupid things I never realized? Crazy. So this is what it sounds like. It sounds pretty creepy, though. A Mars quake. Sounds like a relaxing place during a, a, a Mars quake. Yeah, that's what you think until you're in it. Uh, and then finally, so a guy wanted to ask Alexa a question that he felt that uh, Alexa might not know. But Alexa knows all, and he asked the question, how uh, long is the average penis size? How long is the average male The average length of a male penis is 3.6 inches. What? what? No! <laughs> I love Alexa. She knows everything. Same Alexa, so fabulous. Uh, you're a good American, Gary. Thank, Thank you, you so much. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Let's go talk to Steve. Hey, Steve. Hi. Hello, lady. Well, hello, lady. So uh, you're a teacher, and uh, obviously you heard our conversation earlier about cheating, and we were very careful to say you should not cheat. Right. But we all have yeah. cheating stories. So uh, what's on your mind today? Well, Elvis, I, I texted in. Uh, I'm actually a student teacher, and uh, I'm teaching my very last lesson today before I head off. I, I just got my test scores back uh, this week, and I'm officially a teacher now. Oh, oh, good for you. You know we love teachers. 
Yes, and I really wanted to just thank you guys for, you know, all the appreciation and the enthusiasm that you guys have for teaching. I've been listening to you guys the whole way through college. You know, I'm in my mid-30s, and I went back. You know, it was kind of scary for me to go back into college, but I went back, and I'm I'm going to get through this. And uh, you guys helped me get through some really tough, difficult times uh, with, with your humor, and you guys kept uh, pushing those uh, that teaching, and, um, you know, it just really kind of kept me going, so... You know I really, what? I just wanted to say thank you, guys. Steve, thank you. Thank you for saying that. And, you know, it, going back to what we were just talking about, the price to pay for things you love, teachers, police officers, oh, yeah. first responders, yep. uh, these are all, and there are many, many more. Military. Uh, military. Oh, military, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. The price that you pay, but obviously you're getting something back. Obviously you're getting something very valuable back, Steve. What? You're a student teacher, but you're about to be a teacher teacher. What do you think the payoff will be for you? For me, I think it will be just, you know, having a legacy of, of students. Like, you know, you kind of, when you take on students, you kind of take on family. So every class you get, you're adding to your family. So what I'm hoping is eventually I'll have hundreds of kids out there who are going to have learned from me and be able to teach their kids and a, a different generations to come from what I taught them. So I'm hoping that, you know, whatever I teach them gets passed down from generation to generation uh-huh. and just have that big family of students. People are afraid of the word legacy because if, if someone asks you, hey, what legacy do you want to leave? A lot of people don't have answers. Right. Do you, I mean, so Steve just gave us a great answer, what his legacy will be. Have you guys thought about it, Danielle? Have you I, thought about I it? I don't know. Every time you bring it up, I think about it and I got nothing. <laughs> See, Danielle, the easy answer would be your children. Yes, that would to- that will be. I mean, obviously, my greatest. Legacy. Uh, sorry. Well, why not? It should I mean, be. No, no, that's a, no, that's a wonderful legacy. Yeah. But no, I want to know what your 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 own legacy that affects people you don't even know will be. Think about know. it. You don't have to answer now. Gandhi, I mean, I legacy. Danielle's laugh makes people happy. You could have that. I guess spreading joy. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It, I, you know. I was asked this question in an interview once, Steve, and it took me a while to finally come up with it. And so I, I became prepared. I actually was prepared the next time someone asked me what my legacy will be, and I had an answer. Okay, what is it? It's in the book. Oh, you know what? That's just not right over here. No, I'll, tell you, the book. I'll tell you what the answer is. Steve, thank you for listening, and congratulations. And we got another great teacher in the system. Now. Yeah, Steve. <laughs> thank you, guys. Have thank a great you guys day. so much. Thank you. Okay, think about what your legacy will be. Okay? Can I be like, I'm really cuddly? Uh, okay. If, 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 if you're happy with that. <laughs> How about you're a very kind person? That's a good legacy. Look, you know, legacies don't have to be, you know, leaving institutions of learning in your name or whatever. It could be one little, one little blip of something. We'll get into this in a second. Let's get into the three things you need to know. Gandhi, what's going on? Well, the FBI is in Sri Lanka to help investigate the deadly Easter bombings. The death toll is now at 359 people and they expect it to rise. ISIS has claimed responsibility and so far 58 people have been detained in connection to this. A Texas high school is out with a new dress code, but it's causing a little controversy because it's for parents in the school. Apparently, they were showing up looking all kinds of crazy, and the school said, nope, there's some stuff you're not going to be able to wear anymore. What, so what, were saying, they bringing, what were they wearing to work? I mean, to school. The Apparently, mom looks like hoes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Daisy Dukes, which I haven't even heard that term in so long, no. but like booty shorts, uh, sagging pants, pajamas, hair rollers, men in undershirts, and anything that ends up looking like you may be going to a club do not show up to the PTA meeting in that. Wow. PTA Some people meeting. are saying that it's a really crappy policy and that it's actually more anti-women than men with I some bet. of these things. But we'll see how that one goes. And finally, we got the winner of last month's Powerball. It was $768 million. One guy took the cash option, which was $477 million. He's 24 years old. Damn. He bought tickets with his girlfriend. 
And the winning ticket was in his pile. The girlfriend was not at the press conference, so we're wondering, is he going to split it? What's going on? Don't be a douchebag. Split yeah. it. <laughs> you should always no. split it. Yes. Split it. You split it. Yeah. Give her yeah. 10 million. No, no. Split it. It's like 200 and something million. You split. You can live with 200 million. It's You'll okay. You'll be fine. Oh, yeah. don't, don't be a douchebag. I'm with you, Danielle. <laughs> the official Twitter account of The Morning Show. Search for Elvis Duran Show on Twitter and follow us now. Elvis Duran and The Morning Show. Okay, we can get deeper than plants that smell like vomit. <laughs> we can get deeper than a, 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 a phone conversation with someone where we trick them and they give away $1,000. But those are fun. Phone taps are good. Yeah. Leaving a legacy. And I don't want to blow anyone's mind. I don't want anyone to become disappointed in themselves. I, I don't. I want you just to hear it out because it really is a great, a great exercise to play with yourself. Okay. To play with yourself. To play, to play <laughs> with you. So, for instance, shut up, Frog. For instance, I was asking, uh, like, Danielle, what legacy will you leave behind? And you, you were you were stumped for a second. Yeah. I mean, and, my kids would be the biggest thing I'd come up with. Okay, well, I know, but if, if you leave a couple of murderers behind, that's not a good legacy. Right. No, I don't want to so do that. So redefine your, <laughs> what you want your children to be I in your legacy. I want them to be kind, caring people who give everyone the opportunity they deserve, um, that, that, you know, aren't prejudiced against anyone, that treat people equally, and that make some kind of impact in their lives. See, and in other people's lives. Yeah. See what you've done? Mm-hmm. See, no, you just can't spit out a couple no. of kids and say that's my legacy. Mm-hmm. No, you have to leave a legacy that that is a gift to people yeah. that you don't know and you may never know. Right. And I know your kids and I know you. I know they're they're going to be incredible Thank leaders, you. incredible parents themselves and or, or whatever they want to be. Yeah. That's a great legacy. Thank you. So, you know, Greg T, have you thought about yes. your legacy? Elvis, I think about it all the time. Now, why? Why? Why does it? Why is it so important for you to think about leaving a legacy? Okay, I'm going to come clean. For many years, I struggled with what I do on the show and what people take from what I do. The shenanigans, the jackass bits, this you know, the funny things that I do, the silliness, and I struggled with it. Like, is that all that I am? Am I just a clown? And I always considered myself, I'm just a clown, but. I have to come clean. I have been talking to someone on a regular weekly basis. And it was very difficult for me to even say those things. But through my work, I've been discussing what am I leaving behind? What are people going to remember me for? Your legacy. My legacy. And that's as soon as you open up this con- this conversation, it's just it drives me crazy. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, well then what is so, your what legacy do you want to leave behind? I want people to know that I tried, I really did try to make people forget about what was going on in their lives on a daily basis just for a little bit stop, and stop, laugh. Stop, stop, right now. Yes. Trying is not a legacy. Mm. Well, I'm hoping that when it's all over, that someone no, could take hoping, something out of it. No? Hoping is not a legacy. Really? Because what you're doing, and yeah. I, I'm interrupting rudely. No, but, no, it's okay. Because I want to correct you on something. You have already created the legacy. Yeah. You didn't try. You succeeded. You think you, so? You didn't. No, I absolutely I know so. Your legacy will be this. Yeah. When you die, pass away. Yep. Hopefully it won't be on today's show. No, 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 no. Go ahead. <laughs> when you leave, you you will be remembered. And your legacy is basically the same as mine. You will, you will be remembered as a guy who made someone laugh or made yes. them or made them cry or made them think. Right. I'm it, trying so hard to do that you've, constantly. You've, you've done it. I'm not saying give up on life already. You've, no. You've done that. You've you've left your legacy. 
I hope so. I, Stop hoping. Really? Just Can't you just go yeah. look in the mirror and say, I did it. You did it. I've done something. I've left a lot. You can leave more. I guess that's what right. I'm still, you know, with, with my counseling, that's what I'm working on, that I can look myself in the mirror and say it and buy into Do it, it that I've done that. You've done it. Huh. You've left a legacy. You did it. I you did it. it. Okay, let me tell you my legacy. And, Go ahead. And, and it's the same exact legacy you've left. Do it. My legacy, it's it's just, it's, it's hot in here. It's described a little differently. Okay. My legacy I want to leave behind is one second of time where someone goes, oh, that guy. We used to listen to that guy's show. What's his name? I don't remember his name. But I remember I just broke up with my boyfriend, and I was really sad. I was driving to work, and I yeah. almost I almost didn't want to, I didn't want to continue living life. Love it. And I heard this guy's show, and it made me laugh. And I actually realized there's more to life than just this guy I just lost. Now, yes. what was that guy's name again? <laughs> I don't even want even to remember my name. I just want someone to think of one second they were listening to our show, not my show, our show, and it totally, totally changed their life in a small way that turned into a big way. I, Same well, legacy. That's a good idea. So you've done it. I've done it. Yeah. Oh, But, you know, there's room for more. We can leave more legacies. All right. Right, that's my question. Can you have more than one? Elvis Duran International Airport. <laughs> you can, absolutely. I think that if you, Froggy, if you live your life attempting to leave legacies, it means you're doing nothing but great things. It means you're doing nothing but positives. It doesn't mean you have to donate a lot of money. It's just affecting someone in a way where after you're gone, they will still be affected. Period. Hmm. You've done it, Great T. Thank you. I'm so, oh, God, I love this talk. Everybody, talk more. I want Uh-oh. more of this conversation. Okay. okay, we'll talk less. We have a, oh. clock, we have a clock ticking here. Uh, <laughs> hey, Legacy Man. Yes, I want to hear more about it. I'm going to take you out, and we're going to celebrate your legacy. Fine. Hello, Anna. How are you? Hello. Oh, my God, my heart is beating so fast. <laughs> well, I love that you're here. I love that your heart is beating. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a very good conversation. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. All right, so uh, go uh, ahead, Anna. What's on your mind? Okay, so no, great question. Um, I listen to you guys every morning on my way to, to work out. And, uh, you know, what legacy could I leave behind? And um, I was when I went through a divorce uh, a few years back, I had the opportunity to be a surrogate for a couple that um, wasn't able to have children. So I, I had twin girls for them. Oh, wow. wow. Look wow, at that. That's so, amazing. What a gift. That it was is amazing. Pretty, and even better, I um, I met my husband out of it. So well, now I'm happily married, and he's an amazing stepfather to my three children, and it's just been incredible. So Wow. Wow. Look, you know, so it's all positives is my point, right? Like, I don't think you leave a – do people leave a negative – is there a way to leave a bad legacy? I mean, I guess you yeah. could. Maybe a bad story. Maybe I, it's called something different. I think it is. Yeah. Hopefully it has a different name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would I would hope we would just use legacy in the positives. And congratulations, Anna. And, it, and you know, what's great about it is you. it's okay to stop down and recognize what good you've done. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. It's not being selfish. It's being honest with yourself. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I'm so grateful for everything um, in my life, just the health of my family and my children. And, you know, some people are like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe, you You know, you did that. And I'm like, well, you know, I just I'm helping out a family. Like, who who, who wouldn't want to do that? You well, know? you know, no, you know, a lot of people wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. Anna. Yeah. Not, a lot, I wouldn't. not a lot of people would give that gift. And thank you for listening. Anna. Wow. It's, it's a pleasure and an honor to have you listening. Thank you so much. You guys are amazing. I love you every morning. Just thank you for everything you do for everybody. And um, just, you're amazing. Love you all. Thank so you. Much. Thank you very much. You know, I feel like teachers leave 
one of the biggest legacies. Wow. Sure. See, as a teacher, Danielle, you probably will never truly know what legacy you've yeah. left. Unless somebody comes back and says to you, hey, right. you were my teacher all those years ago. This is what you said or did and had such an impact on me. What a great idea. You know? yeah. Danielle, great idea. Thank you. If you had a teacher that totally changed or saved your life, mm-hmm. Find a way to get in touch with that teacher and say thank you. Yeah. It could have been years ago. What, Gandhi? I think about that all the time because there are some teachers from my high school. I went to Flanagan in uh, South Florida. And I want to reach back out to them and be like, oh, my God, you were amazing. I loved you. But then I'm scared that they're going to be like, who are you? Doesn't I have matter. a million kids. Believe me. Yeah. They would do. They would love to hear you say that. Okay, I'm going to yeah. do it then. Like I said, I don't care if anyone doesn't remember our names. Just okay. as long as it was that show with those people. That's that's. <laughs> awesome. But there's a lot of shows with people. I know, but I, I, but it doesn't matter at that point. Uh-huh. We'll be dead and gone. All right. We'll know. We'll be in heaven. Most of us anyway. Uh, hi, Danny. Hi, Danny. Remember we used to, we used to have our show on in Milwaukee. Are you listening to us on iHeart or SiriusXM? Serious XM, and I did listen to you on when you were here in Milwaukee, and I was sad that we lost you. Yeah, well, we, well, we, we left no legacy in Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> but but we're, we're glad well, that you I'm followed from, us. I'm from New York City originally, so I, I, I've listened to you for many years. We're glad you're still listening. Danny, legacy, talk about it. So I was an active member for a divorce support group, and one day a guy came up to me and asked me, uh, how does it feel to save a life? And I'm like, what are you talking about? He said, I was suicidal, but you, you know, with your email posts and, and all your advice, you actually saved my life. Aww. And to Aww. me, that's one of the most important things I've ever done. You know, you, you stop and Aww. think about it. And I hope you, you obviously you put a lot of thought into what he told you, right? Yeah. <laughs> think about yeah. it. I mean, I hate I hate to paint this picture, but imagine imagine if he hadn't read your email post or heard what you had to say and he was no longer with us. And how many people that would have affected I, in his life? I can't imagine that. Wow. Oh, good for you. Wow. I like this guy. God, you know what, Danny? Just knowing that people like you are listening makes my nipples so hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's kind of crude. Your legacy is making my nipples hard. I, I love this. This is the third time I've talked to you. I am so thankful for you, and you have left a great legacy yourself. Oh, thank you, Aww. Danny. Congratulations. You know what? And I bet you've, you. You know what? And I bet you've saved a lot of lives that you have no idea about. But I'm glad you I heard from so. that person. Thank you, Danny. Go have a great day. Okay. You too. Bye bye. There you go. Aww. Wow. I know he could be listening to anyone. I hope like all the loser people listen to like the other stations. Yeah, totally. And we have nothing but winners. <laughs> winners over here. Is that wrong? <laughs> nope. Only winners allowed. I like that. Only winners in the winner's circle. Uh, listen to this call, uh, Gratie. Hey, Brenda. Hi, good morning. Well, good morning. What do you want to say to legacy lever Greg T, the frat boy? He 100% has left his legacy. Just listening to him this morning just brought tears of joy because of his humbleness and how he just... I don't know. I, every time I hear him, I just feel so Thank joyful. you so much. There you go. I appreciate that. Thank you. Wow. That's really sweet of you. And I mean that. And, you know, she took the time out of her day to pick up the phone to call the station. So that, like, means so much that she did something to do to, to say those things. Thank you, Brenda. Thank Wonderful. you very much. Thanks for listening. Aww. I don't take it lightly. Hey, it's tell your nice. therapist. Tell your therapist. I am. I, I, it's, <laughs> it's taken me a long time to even you know, admit that I do that. There is another something. legacy you left. Yes. This brown stain on the carpeting. Yes. Room. <laughs> and we'll forever remember it because look, that's where we replaced the carpet. That is the not totally what I want to remember. Okay, for. look, uh, and Gandhi, have you been yes. thinking about it? Yes. 
I have. And what are you thinking? Um, so what I would like to leave as a legacy is hopefully to tell people, girls, boys, whomever, to follow your own path and you don't necessarily have to do what everybody expects you to do, but do what you want to do and you'll be very happy if you do it. There you go. Hopefully that works. Look, I know this conversation has been very internal. We've been talking a lot about us and what we're doing, but I, I want you to be, and naturally you will, think about how you, you can formulate what your legacy is already it, what it is already, or you, you're already building it. Maybe you're not recognizing it. If you're doing something great in life right now, you know what? Recognize the fact you're doing something fantastic to help people beyond your life. So when you when you pass away, and you will pass away, what are you leaving? Work on that. Let's get into the Daniel report. Daniel, what's going on? So RM from BTS says that he learned to speak English from friends. He said, my mom <laughs> bought me the full series. I watched it a bunch of times, and I just want to speak and listen and understand the musicians in America. Nice. I feel like a lot of people learned a lot from friends. Uh, Britney Spears, she's telling her fans not to worry about her. She was getting a little upset because people were starting all these rumors yesterday that she's not well, that um, things are not going great for her right now, and that she needs help and she said her family was getting death threats and it was crazy so she posted a video saying that like look I'm just checking in we've been going through a lot I just need time to deal I will be back very soon so our best going out to Brittany uh, Lizzo made her way into Drake's DMs so she Hello. was drunk one night and she sends him a message but then she unsent it but guess what he followed her afterwards oh. so it's like a win-win situation wow. yeah it's Drake a win- is following Lizzo can you tell if somebody like sent you a message and you took it back yeah well you can't tell that they took it back but it will just not be there anymore yeah. by the way Lizzo everyone in in my world is asking for Lizzo tickets of course yeah. she's everyone amazing. wants to see her uh, Game of Thrones created the longest battle sequence in cinematic history that's coming up and don't forget gender reveal eggs are here for Game of Thrones fans <laughs> you will know if you're having a girl dragon or a boy dragon that's a sport Spoiler. <laughs> you can buy them. They're on Etsy. They're all over the place. All right. Thank you, Daniel. You're welcome. Froggy. The Froggy yes. legacy. You know what? When you had your, your your huge, huge brain surgery and whatever, I mean, and you're going out and helping people that have the same disease you have, that could be your legacy. Yeah, that was my whole reason for wanting to talk about it on the air 10 years ago when it happened is that I realized that I had it, but I wanted to help other people who were either having the same thing or having other rare diseases because there are thousands of them. Mm-hmm giving somebody the strength to either get through what they have or get help with what they have or doing whatever you can is that I felt like having this radio show provided me an opportunity to help other people. And so I want that to be what I leave behind, that I help somebody else deal with something. It's acromegaly, right? Acromegaly? Yeah. 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 See? Acromegaly. So, you know, acromegaly. So keep working on it. Don't stop. Yeah. No, I won't. I never will. I will never, ever stop advocating for it. And Scary doesn't want to leave a a legacy, which is a negative legacy. Yeah. (laughs) I I feel like I'm good for nothing, and I don't don't have nothing to leave. No, that's not true. All right. That's not true, Scary. You you just got to search for it. It's called self-awareness. Get into it. Hey, uh, our friend Dan Harris, five years ago, he wrote a book called 10% Happier, where we introduced the concept of... Meditation yes. to so many people. Woo. And I was afraid to bring it up five years ago. I was afraid people would be like, what the hell are they talking about? Turn on power. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't want to listen to this. We changed so many lives thanks to Dan Harris and his book. And he has changed billions of people's lives because meditation is nothing you should shake off and go, oh, that's some religious cult or whatever. It's not. It's the, it's the best thing you could at least learn about. You don't have to practice it. Learn about it. So we have a five-year-later update with Dan Harris coming up next. Oh, my gosh. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. 
We open our doors and welcome the superstars. Live from the Mercedes-Benz Interview Lounge. We always have a great time with him. Let's bring her in and talk to her. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Okay, so let me tell you who Dan Harris is. You've seen him a million times giving you the real news on ABC, Good Morning America, and of course, uh, you still do a Nightline as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dan Harris came to our show, Danielle, you remember, five years ago, yeah. his new book called 10% Happier. I read this book, and I was I was talking about it on our show. It's about meditation. And I'm like, you know what? Let me, let me stretch what we typically do on our show and talk about meditation. Yeah. I was so afraid to talk about it because a lot of people... I think think it's kind of a weird taboo. They don't understand it topic. But your book was fascinating. Tell everyone why it did so well and why it's important for us to continue because to read it. I, because I got on the show. I okay. think that's why it did so well. Uh, I don't know. It came out at the right time. Meditation was starting to get hyped. And uh, this is about five years ago. And I think the book just came out at the right time. Plus, I think I had the innovation of writing a book about meditation where I use the F word a lot. Yep. And I talked about how I had a panic attack on national television because I had engaged in some very dumb behavior in my personal life. After covering wars for a long time, I got depressed, started to self-medicate with cocaine. That changed my brain chemistry, and that produced a panic attack, which you can see on YouTube right now if you want. Um, and so that was pretty inconvenient and embarrassing and set me off toward meditation. And I think kind of talking about it in a different way really helped. Well, that's the point. When you read 10% Happier from Dan Harris, uh, it does approach meditation from an angle that we understand. We not We're not a bunch of dumbasses. I don't mean it like that, but... Well. People who've never... Th- Stop it. <laughs> no, it, it. Listen, it got me back into meditation. Yes, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I still kind of wander off that road from time to time. That's why I read his other book, Meditation for Fidgety Skeptics. <laughs> Which you guys star in. That's yes, right, we're in it. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Because so, I needed people, I, need, I needed guinea pigs, like uh, examples of the hardest cases possible. Right. So I focused on Danielle. It was nice. <laughs> So let's talk about Wait that. a minute. I don't, I don't know how do I take that. Got fired. Well, she still hasn't read it. So there you go. So, okay, let's talk about meditation. In, 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 obviously, you know because you're you're in it. So five years ago, meditation versus five years later now, meditation. What's the difference? I mean, who is caught on to meditation and how is it working for them versus back then? It's really, it's amazing. I mean, I, I, I don't think I'm the cause of this, but I think what we've seen in the last five years is it taking off in massive ways. Uh, Apple, my company, 10% Happier, we work with Apple to teach 150,000 employees there how to meditate. Chicago Cubs, who I think are pretty good, they won the World Series or something like that, they meditate. New York Knicks, who suck, but don't hold that against yeah. meditation. Uh, we're seeing it in C- executive offices around uh, the uh, world. Tim Ryan, who's running for president right now as a Democrat, has written a book about meditation. So we're just seeing it catch on in all these different areas of the culture, and I think that's amazing. And the military. And the military, yeah. yes. And the mil- This was going on five years ago, but it's really taken off, uh, where you see uh, the military spending tens of millions of dollars in the research. It's, this is being studied by scientists, because the military is very evidence-based, and they're finding that the early evidence suggests it makes troops who are s- making better decisions in the field, and then when they come home, they're more resilient against PTSD. That's huge. Wow. And nowadays, the way the world is, there's so much anxiety everywhere. They were saying that kids have more anxiety nowadays than they ever had in the past because of what they're subjected to all the time. That's, I think we need it more than ever. I think that's exactly right. We're seeing record levels of anxiety, yeah. depression, suicide among young people. It's horrific. And uh, I think meditation is now starting to catch on at schools, in juvenile halls, and foster homes. And I think this is a really positive intervention. Yeah. So what was the leap from all the things you were talking about and maybe the cocaine use to meditation? How did you get from one to the other? Uh, it was a, it's a weird and windy story, which is uh, takes up a big chunk of the book. But I had... <laughs> 
in a total coincidence, been assigned to cover faith and spirituality for ABC News around the time that I was freaking out on television. And so I didn't I, I was raised in the People's Republic of Massachusetts. Both of my parents are, are left of Trotsky scientists, <laughs> atheist scientists. And so I had no I did have a bar mitzvah, but only because there was money involved. And so I was not cool. interested in this stuff at all. But ultimately, through this beat, I, I found I discovered a self-help writer named Eckhart Tolle, who's a huge self-help writer. And I read his book and he was the first person who ever pointed out to me that we have a voice in our heads. Not schizophrenia or hearing voices, but there's this inner narrator we have that chases you out of bed in the morning and is yammering at you all day long, has you constantly wanting stuff or not wanting stuff, judging people, judging yourself, comparing yourself to other people, thinking about the past or thinking about the future to the detriment of whatever's happening right now. And when I read that, I thought, okay, well, that's just true. And I realized it explained why I had a panic attack on national television, because I went off to war zones without thinking about the consequences and I came home and I got depressed and I, I was insufficiently self-aware to know it. And then I blindly self-medicated and it blew up in my face. And I was really intrigued by what Tolly was talking about. However, he was kind of frustrating because he doesn't really give you a lot of practical advice. And so after interviewing him and being a little frustrated by him, I then discovered that most of the stuff that he was talking about was stolen largely, largely without attribution from somebody known as the Buddha. And the Buddha actually had advice, which was you should meditate. And then I found out that meditation has actually been secularized. It's not a religious practice. It's been studied in the labs. And then I started to do it. That's so, a long answer. But now, you, you have to read the book. It really is fascinating. It actually goes into deep detail about all the different travels and different things he experienced to convince him, Dan Harris, that meditation is cool. Let's talk about voices in the head. How do you describe to someone who just doesn't understand what you're talking about these voices in our heads? that guide us sometimes down the right path and sometimes down the wrong path. Yeah, I mean, it's we all have an inner conversation that it's if, if you were to stop somebody in the street and say, do you have a mind and are you thinking? They would say, yeah, of course. But most of us are unaware of this thunderously obvious fact. And as a consequence, our thought processes, our anxious, self-referential thoughts own us, which is why we're eating when we're not hungry or we say something that ruins the next 48 hours of our marriage or whatever. <laughs> we're just yanked around by this puppeteer inside and that's often offering up really dumb ideas. And meditation is just a way to wake up to that where you're just like, oh yeah, I just had this urge to uh, flip off the driver in front of me and chase him and with my kids in the back thinking I've lost my mind. But I can let that come and go and I don't have to uh, be owned by every neurotic obsession that passes through my wow. mind. Well, that's a heavy, heavy thing for people to understand yeah. and to conquer. So meditation, as I understand it, as I practice it, is catching and releasing. Sitting here just trying to be mindful of nothing. And then if I have a thought about uh, a show I need to watch on TV tonight, I just, okay, I need to watch that. Then I let it go. We're just, yes, it's yes, the exercise. Yes. It's actually an exercise of letting go, right? We're describing the same thing. So the act of meditation, mostly you sit with your eyes closed, try to bring your full attention to the feeling of your breath as it comes in and goes out. And then every time you get distracted, which will happen a million times, you'll start thinking about, you know, where do gerbils run wild? What kind of bird was big bird? Whatever. And then you'll, <laughs> oh you'll notice, oh, yeah, I got distracted. And then you start again and again and again. And that's the catching and releasing. This to see that inside your head, it's kind of a zoo. But you don't have to let all of the various animals in there own you and drive you blindly. And so, therefore, you get a kind of inner meteorologist that shows you what kind of storms are brewing so that you don't have to get buffeted by the winds all the time. Shall I give you the easiest act of meditation you can do? Yes. Okay. When I count to three, take a deep breath and then let it go. Ready? One, two, three. Feel how peaceful you are right now. You took in a breath, you let yeah. it go. You're probably just thinking about 
taking a breath and letting it go. It, it's quiet in this world of loud noise. It's, the, in my opinion, the simplest act of meditation. And you're resetting your body there. Yes. I mean, you're actually, there's a lot of science that suggests you're just sending the message to your body that, okay, for a second here, let's relax. Mm-hmm. Is there a time of the day or maybe after certain things that you think it's this is the best time for you to stop and meditate? It's so hard to start a habit. Everybody wants to know, by the way, what's the least amount I can do and get all of the scientifically advertised <laughs> benefits. That's a good and question. So, what is the least amount I can get away with? My little mantra is one minute counts. Yep. And uh, I really, I really, but we have on, on the 10% Happier app, we have a lot of little one minute meditations. And I really believe one minute is enough to, you know, calm you down, give you some perspective on your anxiety and not be owned by all of these. You are not your thoughts and you don't have to act as though they're little dictators giving you orders you have to follow. And a minute can reset you in that way. And I think a minute most days, uh, the other little mantra I have is Mm -hmm. daily-ish, I think really can do the trick. And you don't have to be militant about putting it at a certain time every day unless that works for you. There you have it. This is a tiny bit glib, but when you meditate, you're kind of performing brain surgery on yourself. You're rewiring the area of the brain associated with focus. We're all super distracted now because of texts and tweets and all that stuff. And you're rewiring the key part of the bra- uh, the part of the brain that regulates stress, and that's incredibly powerful. Incredibly powerful. I would think that even putting down your phone and refusing to text someone for an hour is a form of meditation. Yes. yes. I mean, compared yeah. to the anxiety yes. levels that you reach when you're always on your phone. Absolutely. Scary. Sorry. I mean, <laughs> with this, you, you see people. I give talks all the time about meditation, and you see people. It's like a zombie arm is moving toward their device. It can't stop. You know, it's a massive compulsion, and so I suffer from it too. And I'm, I'm so I'm a huge hypocrite. Um, but and so it's okay. You don't need to beat yourself up about this. It's just seeing that you have this compulsion and maybe dialing it down a little bit right. see, can be massively help. That's a release. Let it go. Do you That's still really... meditate every day? Absolutely. How, yes. Like how long? I'm, do you I'm not go comfortable for being that level of a hypocrite. So I'm to be out here. Okay, so I, I I do it quite a bit. I okay. do it for an hour a day. Oh, but I I don't think that's I, I hesitate to say that because I don't want people to get the impression that they have to do that amount. Right. I you know you want your trainer at the gym to do a lot of exercise, mm. and I'm now like a pretty public meditation evangelist, and yes. I think you would want somebody in my position to know what he's talking about. Right, of course. But that's why I do that amount. Okay. Well, if you read the book, you'll know that he actually floated across our room. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. yeah. Now, where were you? you? You, Okay, you went... Okay, this is extreme, but let's get into it. Okay, this is just like... Okay. Let's do it. You actually traveled to, and you were quiet for an amount of time. <laughs> so I went to this very, uh, what I thought was a very strange place in San, uh, north of San Francisco, and I did a 10-day silent meditation retreat, which for the first couple of days was the worst thing I've ever done. I hated everybody there. I hated everybody who told me... <laughs> I should do this thing. I hated myself more than anything. And then after a couple of days of being there, it's like all vegetarian food and no talking, no phones, no nothing, meditating all day long. After a couple of days there, the inner chatter, the volume of my inner chatter went down to a level where I experienced a kind of happiness I had never experienced before. Is, it, is there any way to explain it? If we've never been there, we'll never get it? Uh, it gave me a sense that there's more to this mind and to this life, then we're sold by advertisers and by our teachers and by our parents. There's a way to uh, to access levels of calm and well-being that most of us in our culture, but they do it very well in Gandhi's culture, uh, uh, aren't unaware of. And so I've gone back and done several of these retreats. And you still went through the phases of hating and... Oh, 100%. Yes. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> Sounds I, great. I'm still... It's, it's hard. Look, any... Anything you do that if you're striving for 
um, and striving in and of itself is a tricky thing when it comes to meditation. But if you're trying to do anything meaningful, it's going to be difficult. And that's true of meditation, too. So uh, this book, 10% Happier, we're celebrating its fifth anniversary. I want everyone to read it because it really is interesting. Because you watch Dan go from, I don't know, to firm believer. I want to make other people firm believers. Uh, the, the other book, Meditation for Fidgety Skeptics, we're in there because we're a room full of fidgety skeptics. <laughs> so I got a book coming out. I was just going to ask you about Any that. Any advice? I mean, I don't. I mean, it's basically written, but I can throw a chapter in there for you if you want um, me to. I mean, what do you need? Are you nervous about the stuff you're you're going to some of it. disclose? Yeah, some of it. My advice to you, having been through this, where I went and, and very publicly talked about things that I thought were going to kill my career, is that it's going to be totally fine. And that what I learned, which is truly humbling, is people aren't that interested in you, or in my case, me. What they want to know is, what do you have that can be of value to me? What in your story is meaningful and moving for me? They, they're going to get over whatever titillating stuff you put in there, and you don't have to worry about it hurting you. I think you just have to be confident that the story you're telling is powerful enough and meaningful enough and important enough to be worth it. Well, I'm screwed. <laughs> nothing of any help at right. all or assistance I at all. Totally do not believe that. <laughs> nah, there's no value in there. I do not believe that. All right, so I want everyone to open your mind. I want you to open your mind to the possibility that meditation could be something that could change your life because I'm telling you, I'm telling you it changed mine. Can you imagine what, how much of a raving lunatic I'd be if, if I didn't meditate? No. no. Wow. Raving and raging. <laughs> Shut up, guys. That, that, you like, that laughter's a little too real. <laughs> the whole mood in the room just changed. Fine, screw water. everyone. <laughs> Thank you, Dan Harris. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Great to see you. Great to meet you. Follow us on Instagram at Elvis Duran Show. Do I look completely stupid to you? Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. My crazy work hours can make it hard to get a good night's rest. If you're like me and have looked for a sleep aid that doesn't make you groggy, you've got to try the new Zequel Pure Z's Melatonin Gummies. They're great and they're drug-free, so you can fall asleep naturally. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. All right, into the phone tap. Dear Elvis, my father recently spent over $1,000 to enroll me in an SAT course. He thinks it's the most important thing in the world to help me move along with my education. Why don't we phone tap him? Why don't we tell him that even though he's spending all this money, I haven't, haven't appeared at one course. He'll go ballistic. This comes to us from Renee. All right, Renee phone tapping her dad. Our own Garrett the Carrot starts the call as the SAT class representative. To rat on young Renee. And then Renee, the daughter, takes over from there. She's shopping rather than going to class, and Daddy's going to have a few words to say about it in today's phone tap. Hello, Jim. Hello, please. Hey, Jim. This is Nicholas DeVito over at Zermbiti Academy. Yeah, hi. What's going on? Is everything okay? Um, it seems that your daughter hasn't been attending class. What? She's not attending the class? No, only uh, uh, we've asked her friends, um, Kara and uh, Evelyn, I believe, and they seem not to know where she has been. Yeah, I, she gets told there every day. I mean, it's just hard for me to look at something like this. I mean, it's only a short class, and I know you're putting a lot of money no, into no, no, it. No, 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 There's nothing more important than this course right now. I totally understand, yes, but we have a vacant seat, and that seat is hers. I'm totally shocked. Uh, I'm very flabbergasted myself. <laughs> Good enough. Let me get on this. I'll be back soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Lydia. Yeah. All right. So we're going to call your dad, and uh, you're going to be like, hey, dad, I just got out of class. All right? Mm-hmm. Hello? Dad? Uh, hey. Yeah. Hey, Yeah. What's going on? 
Nothing. I'm going to class. I just got out. You know. I just got a call from a Nicholas DeVito who tells me you skipped your SAT class. Who? 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 What do you mean? You're around. I'm going to be so furious. You're not even funny. Dad, I'll talk to you later, okay? No, you won't. You're talking to me right now. I can't. What do you mean you can't? Where are you? Dad. No. You talk to me right now. I paid $1,000 for those classes. Did you skip those classes? Dad. Mamet. I really can't talk right now. Mamet, I swear to God, I swear to God, you're going to be really in so much trouble, you don't even know. You're going to just, you have no clue. You have no clue. I want an answer from you right now. It's like you're making me think that I don't even need or want college anymore. Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? I spent a thousand dollars for you to go to this class and you didn't even show up? Hold on, hold on, hold on. How much are those jeans? What? Seventy bucks. What? Dad, what are you doing? What the f are you doing? Wait, Dad, hold on, hold on. Do you want me to get some What are you doing? Dad, can we talk about this tonight? There's no talking. That's it. I'm calling Sister Helen right now. You're out of that school. You're done. You're finished. You don't call me back. I'm calling Sister Helen right now. You just interrupted the call now. I'm on the phone with that. Hey, Jim. Jim. Yeah. Hi, um, yes, hey, how, how's it going, sir? <laughs> My name's Garrett from Elvis Duran in the Morning Show, and you just got phone tapped. Okay, want a producer TV show? All right, okay. about women who work together in a business and are outrageous, fun, successful. Oh, so if you uh, run a business and you you have a staff of a lot of women, and you know that the dynamic is so unique because it is a lot of women, and you you know you're succeeding because of you all being women. Yeah, wouldn't it be great to have us bring cameras in and do a show about you? Think I'm about it. In this. Truly outrageous women who work together. If you go to elvistvcasting.com oh. right now, you can fill out a brief questionnaire. Make sure you check out the other current casting needs. We're, we're, we're looking for people to cast in all sorts of reality type shows. Okay. So maybe, like I said, you happen to be a woman who runs your own business with a group of employees who are also women, dynamic, outspoken. You have a blast when you're working together. You fight with each other. You cry with each, uh, with each other. You hug it out. But at the end of the day, you go home satisfied knowing that you and your other women that you're working with are successful at what you do. How about having a show on TV about you and your business? Hmm. Maybe not you. Maybe someone you know. Isn't this a great idea? Hmm. Is it too late for Danielle and I to start a business? Yeah. No, on, go do, do it. it. Let's do it. Go do Come it. on. If, so if a group of women you know fits this description, or maybe it's you, go to ElvisTVCasting.com. That's ElvisTVCasting.com. Oh, my goodness. If you're a star, it's time for you to have your own show, and we're going to help you do it. ElvisTVCasting.com. Hmm. How you like that? Why are you just hmm in? Don't mind my typing. Yeah, we're going there right now. ElvisTVCasting.com. Okay. Hmm. All right. Uh, Daniel, what do you have going on? So, did you guys see? Is Froggy, are you there? Yeah, he's there. Did you see what Tim Tebow did? No, what did he do now? I'm sorry, something great. (laughs) So, wait. He did something he normally wouldn't do. He accidentally kicked his first base coach in the area. In the 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 balls? balls. 
Yeah. The bulls. <laughs> the bulls. Well, he wouldn't do that. That was an accident, I'm sure. I know it was an accident, but there's a video there. So <laughs> check oh, it out okay. if you get a chance. <laughs> I know you're going right there right now. So. I am. Uh, Lizzo made her way into Drake's DMs. This is pretty cool. Uh, she was drunk, and she, you know, sent him a DM, and then she took it back. But... He's tried, he started following her afterwards, so it turned out to be okay. I'm not going to do that exact same thing right now. <laughs> it worked out for but you're not wasted, or are you? Uh, Jeopardy, uh, the guy, James, he's broken another record. Tuesday's episode, he surpassed the $1 million mark in the shortest time ever. Uh, it's, I mean, it's so ridiculous. This guy's going to make them broke on Jeopardy if he keeps going. <laughs> but he's he's so strategic in how he does things, and it's because he's like a gambler yeah, to he begin is. with. So he kind of knows what he's doing. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen, you know her as Scarlet Witch in your Marvel movies. She said she doesn't, they don't make you lose weight to play one of their superheroes. Oh. They're not that type of franchise which will come to you and say, in order to fit in that costume, you need to lose some weight. So that's awesome. I was, so you're saying I could be a superhero. You, we can both be superheroes. Yes. That's what I'm saying. And speaking of Marvel, Avengers Infinity War made close to $900 million worldwide in its opening weekend. Some people think Endgame could make about $1 billion this weekend. Remember it's over three hours and remember to bring tissues because I hear people cry a lot. Okay. Thank you, Danielle. <laughs> The Morning Show's official YouTube channel. Go to YouTube, search Elvis Duran Show, and subscribe today. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. What's more important than mom? Nothing. Show her how important she is. Give her Steven Singer's brand new mint green color 24 karat gold dipped rose for Mother's Day. Roses start at just $59 with free shipping. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and check them out. That's IHateStevenSinger.com.